Side Home Theater Podcast, the Home Theater Podcast. It's all about the experiences, the sights, the sounds, the scenes. Very well done, Deej. Uh, you like that? <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's <good>. awesome. <laughs> I, I even, I and actually, I do. I got you too. The scenes. Ooh, so you, you replace me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm always. Yep. Yep. Expendables five right here. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we are short. We are, we, none of us are expendable. We are short John today. Uh, John's, uh, a little under the weather. Um, but good for him. Uh, good for him. Uh, I don't know if you noticed already in our little, uh, folder collection he's already adding on to next week's show oh yes. so he, yes, he took indeed. in something already too. today so he, <laughs> sitting on the couch hopefully john getting well soon uh feeling mm-hmm. better but um yeah he couldn't go today he let us know this morning so mm-hmm. um so and i don't just think in case it, these people are wondering just in case they're wondering it's not a kitchen related incident so no. just so as far as we know <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. We need yeah, to uh just specify <laughs> that because <laughs> John is it <laughs> Yeah, so too bad, too bad. Um we got a lot of stuff to get to though. And it's mm, I mean, yeah. I I think if he was still if he was here, we would have had to drop some stuff. Um because yeah. I was going through the show and I'm looking at it and then I'm looking at your stuff and my stuff and um it's it, we got so much to get to, but um but yeah, we do. <sighs> Can I just say I'm loving the, loving the background, each. I'm liking the new uh, the new background. Uh, you like that? The, uh, Thank the, you. Yeah, I do. But I, I was thinking about mm-hmm. this, and I thought to myself, it's not really very fair if you're allowed to have your movie of the year more or less behind you. Then I think it is only fair. What did um, you do? I get to join in the fun. There um, you go. So you got. Would so you get a green only... screen? <laughs> no, no. This is just normal. Hence, why have I moved out? You see, you can see the back of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah oh wow how did you do is that in the, this app or do you have yeah, that? yeah yeah just settings virtual virtual background oh. i just downloaded the thing so i thought you know you're allowed one <laughs> yeah just evil dead yeah oh man yeah we'll, get rid of that let's yeah, not let's we'll, not argue <laughs> yeah it's no i'm not gonna argue with you to each his I'm own kidding. right kidding. right I'm it's kidding. just yeah, yeah. i mean um <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll get to uh Oppenheimer over here a little bit later. Um, I was gonna open the show going right to it. Um, I've, I got in, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it then, but, um, you've had a, you've had a rough week. I've had a rough week. <laughs> House is going well, I think. Uh, they're, they're spending my money. That's the good, okay, well, good news, mm-hmm. bad news. So they're spending <laughs> my money. Uh, the dangerous part is we're early on and we're already way over budget. So, hey, how we doing? So, yeah, it kind of seems to go with the territory, doesn't it? There's a there's a TV show over here yeah. called Grand Designs, and it's all about people that are building, you know, really elaborate yeah. houses and stuff, and and yeah. they always, always, always go ridiculously over budget. Um, so yeah, yeah we're not going. I have no choice. 
I have no choice. Yeah. I can't. I won't mm. go ridiculously over budget. I mean, we're at the foundation stage. So this part mm. here, it's like excavation, foundation, um, all of that. It has to be done, right? Mm. There's no choice, mm-hmm. you know. So it's at the end where you're like, okay, I got to, obviously I have to have certain things. I mean, you have to do these things. So those things will get done, but what's going by the, not going by the wayside, but what's going to get put on hold. And I was, I had a zoom chat with the Patreon supporters yesterday and I told them, I'm like, I don't know if I'll say it in the show, but I kind of, why not? I'm like, but the home theater is like, like I, I have to. Because we are that far over budget and it doesn't mean it's not getting done. It just means it's not happening. Like my wife is the one more upset than me because she's like, Mm. I want it. She wants everything done for my sake. Right. And I'm like, Hey, we move in. I'll just bang it out because the basement has to get done. It's part of the plan. So, but actually finishing it as a home theater that might have to come after I get occupancy, which is fine, Mm. you know, and it's like, because it puts all that money back we Go fixed ahead. it last week Deej. we fixed it last week stadium boxes hmm. you know just done how how you know easy peasy yeah that's it sound, exactly. sound bar um you know yeah crt tv <laughs> 32 inches i mean yeah. if it was good enough for us in the 80s it's good enough for us now yeah yeah it's like <laughs> i mean it's gonna get done and i'm gonna have my fun with it i'm still having fun with it don't get me wrong i'm still working out plans every day i'm still changing my mind on things every day uh, i was there today took some pictures i take pictures of the lot every day so we could see the progress of it and i'm looking exactly where i'm going to be sitting it's like you're narrowing it down even more so we're still going to go along it's going to be a a hell of a ride. I can't wait. Um, mm. And whatever gets put off, it's only because I'll be doing something else anyway. So uh, it, it's all going to be fun. So, but also, um, isn't there? Isn't isn't there? Knowing you as I know you now, isn't uh, don't make isn't me there cry. Also, <laughs> but isn't there a little bit of you that likes the to 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 stretch it out a little bit, to tinker with it, to to that the 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 getting there is half the fun. You know, no, say knowing you as I know you, I'm the opposite. Yes, I want it done. Absolutely. Because the, 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 the creation of it mm-hmm. is, is stressful to me. But I think yeah. you, you quite like the tinkering that the longer yeah. it takes, the more you get to tinker, the more you get to play mm-hmm. with it. And that's kind of this fun in that as well. Would that be fair? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a hundred percent fair. That's exactly how I do mm-hmm. things. And it's like there, I think it was Oppenheimer that I've seen twice today. Um, there was a line in there where it's like, you can't, you can't work, you can't pivot on this. We need plans or something. And it's like, but they're like, that's not how I work things. I, and I think they were talking to Oppenheimer. It's like, he's just mm-hmm. like theorizing the stuff and it's, that's how I plan. And that's why like when I'm talking to people like Patreon supporters, they come in, when we do those meetings with the patrons, we talk about plans and people like you should do this and this and this. And it's like, I like to work on the fly and it's like, I have a, I have a blueprint for the house, but then when I'm in there, I don't want like this wall might go this way. I'm going to move this, this way. I'm going to do this, this way. And I'm going to build it myself. And it's like, that's how I work. It's all up in here. I have it still sitting right there. My idea at the start, but I love exactly like you said, it's like, I love the Mm -hmm. idea of just like, it's, that's what I do. And it's just create on the go. And, um, Yeah. So, but I understand it's like not everybody has a brain like me. 
Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't build my own house. I couldn't do it. One, physically, I couldn't do it. But more importantly, the stress of designing it and even down to the, you know, the sockets yeah. on the wall. And the, oh, my God. You know, yeah. knowing how stressed I got about the cinema room. And that's just a little garage. Doing an entire yeah. house would, would just blow it's, my mind. <laughs> it's stressful. But as I talked to my buddies that are just like me, like, Todd Anderson and a lot of other people and other friends I have outside of home theater. And it's just, it, it if we don't have it, I, I have a very good friend. She, she owns the restaurant uptown and her husband, they're, they're going through some stuff with the restaurant and her husband's like, this is getting brutal. And I'm like, buddy, when you solve this problem, she's going to find another one. She's just like <laughs> me. And he's just like Jen. Right. So it's like, we we're like really good friends, but it's like, that's how we are. And it's like, mm. every day she comes home and she's on the phone. And I looked at Jen and I'm like, that's me. Every day I come home, I'm on the phone. I'm doing something. I'm always, and it's always been that way. Before I had the podcast, now that I have the podcast, and she's just like, that's him. That's what he does. So I'm always <laughs> busy, always finding stress. And if yeah, you're not being well, stressed, I feel like you're not living. Yep. Well, yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Greg, Greg in the chat yeah, says it's a process. Yes. Enjoy the journey. Yeah, and absolutely. It, it, it absolutely. Well, and, and to your point, Steve, you don't enjoy that process, right? Mm -hmm. You just, you just mm -hmm. want to get it and be done I, for somebody like myself that does enjoy that process. It's like, this is fun to me. And it's, mm -hmm. as hard, I'm more disappointed for you guys. I wanted to have this theater done faster and it still might be, oh. I don't know, mm -hmm. but now I've got to, I've got to re reassess and, 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 and move. And that's, basically what i'm good at <laughs> it's like all right let's find the but, bright and side also, though, <laughs> well and also bright siding it is you're not gonna you're not gonna double negative you're not going to never have a home cinema because of course even when you right. move out you're still using joe's or you know it'll become joe's yeah. yours at the moment so it's not as though yeah, yeah. you're gonna go cold turkey for you know weeks and months at a time no you're, this you're, one's you know, two miles be, away this one's yeah. two miles away and even like the shows, I, I probably won't be coming over here because I'll be working too hard on that. And that will be my experiences. Like we'll sit down. You guys will have experiences and say, it, say it did come to this and I get to, I have to move in and build it. I built this one in six weeks and mm. know what I know now. And this room will be, this room will be closer to being completed when I move in than this place was. And mm. even for six weeks, if it's okay, my turn in the, in the rotation, here's what the wall I built and here's what I did here. And here's, I, mm. I mean, it's all the experiences. So we're going to, we're going to have fun. So, Hey, the chat's going strong. Thank you everybody in the chat. We got Greg, Ky uh, Kyle, Carl <laughs> in the chat, Van Gool, Van Gool, Carl. They were all, they were there yesterday. Uh, Steven. Steve, Stephen at Eddie, how you doing, buddy? In the chat, Eddie Troches, <laughs> all in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Steve George is in the chat. Hey, who's <laughs> Dominic Hipfer? Dom. Yeah, uh, he was there last night. He was there last night oh, as man. well. Great to meet all these people. Dom, I met for the first time last night at a Patreon meeting. Uh, Jordan, hey, mm -hmm. buddy. Uh, yeah. So, thank you very much. Uh, all going good over there. Um, Steve, buddy. You having fun on Twitter? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was all a bit weird. Hi, Nelson. <laughs> He's in the chat as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know what we want to say. Oh, about is Nelson? That. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nelson. <laughs> Nelson just dropped in. Yeah, I don't know what we want to say about all that, other than you know, isn't it funny when uh, you know when it, things come back to haunt me, haunt me from years later? Um, 
I don't yes. know what that was. I don't know. I just, I think it's funny. And hey, everybody, hey, thanks. <laughs> cool. Cool. You're the best, buddy. Thank you very much. Helping DJ with his home theater fund. Um, yep. And that'll go to Movember. Whoop. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I'm not, I'm nothing's ever for me. I don't want it to be for me. Any money that we get is either going to a charity or it's going to go back into the podcast. Um, so the more we make, the more fun we get to have. Um, but thanks, Van Gool. I really appreciate that. Um, I'll take care of myself. <laughs> My wife's like, you got to ask for help. Not that kind. <laughs> um, I'll take care of myself. But Van Gogh, thank you very much for the five dollar super chat. Really appreciate it. Mm. Um, what was I just saying? Yeah, Twitter. I don't know. So yeah, so oh, Twitter. Twitter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So hey. yeah, I, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's someone who I blocked ages ago, and I can't remember why. <laughs> As is very yeah, often the case. But it's um, that's the way yeah. people. That's the way you do. You've done things in the past. I think you've you've slowed that down though, haven't you? Do you uh, unblock yeah. people well, now? Well, only adverts Thank- now. Adverts is what gets blocked yeah. now, you know, constantly. Yeah. No, well, quite. But it's, uh, yeah, so for those wondering what we're critically talking about, um, <laughs> someone over the weekend decided to start like hurling some low-level abuse, which kind of got through me to a certain way for someone that I'd previously blocked, and I managed to sort of see what it was they were saying. Um, yeah, yeah. None of it made sense. And most importantly and quite funny to me was that they haven't blocked me so they're hurting abuse, uh, and I think kind of hoping that I'll unblock them and come back. <laughs> See, I, I, like I've, I've said before, I don't block anybody, and I love mm. my Twitter feed. And it's, I mean, I know back in the day, you, you're way more popular on Twitter than I am, and ever was, because you've been at it a lot longer. I used to just use it strictly for like the subjects I liked, hockey, mm. home theater, stuff like that, and that mm. was about it. And um, so that's all I follow. And that's, for me, that's how I manipulated my timeline in that mm-hmm. is by just following those things. But you, you get a lot of people coming at you. And if they, if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. You can just block them. I've never had to do that. And I don't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's, I thought yeah. it was funny that we're all in there. You're on the show and it's like, and it was about show stuff. So I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. And I, and that's yeah. what I think is great though, too, to be fair. It's like John does his thing. He's, he, he gets so super frustrated with social media but then he's always on social media and he tells me about it. And I'm like, I don't go on it. So why are you telling me about, right? And then you get frustrated with it and you tell everybody what you're frustrated with. And then I call you out on it and go, thanks for putting it in my timeline. And then I don't do it. But everybody's different. And that's what I think is funny. It's like in fun too. And I think mm. that's the problem. I've said it before. The problem with social media is we all just focus on that one subject that we happen to disagree on at that moment in time. And now all of a sudden we hate each other. But mm. it's in reality, it's like, you and I, once you come on the show, we hardly ever agree now, but we're like great <laughs> friends. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, no, Jordan, it's, I don't think it's that one, Jordan. It might be. Sorry, Jordan just says, was this the yeah. one related to Django? I, I'm not sure, mate, to be honest, because there's been, yeah. there's been more than one this weekend. There's been some show stuff, which we're talking about, but there's yeah. been some police officers um, hitting back about some bits. Most of the officers that follow me are, are lovely people and very, very yeah. sensible, but there have been one or two over the weekend who have been, uh, otherwise but, engaged. Um, and so yeah. that, because that, that's the thing, DJ, I walk in two worlds on Twitter. I've got the legal world and then I've got the home theater and movie world. Um, yeah. And sometimes, you know, people do this at the same time. So I'm not sure who it was. I'm not, and I'm certainly not about to say who they are on the show and give them any kind oh, of honesty. No. 
Um, I was just joking about it because I do think it's funny and that's how I bring it to the show. I don't, I'm not Mm. upset at the people that said the things they said about you. I'm not upset Mm. about anybody doing that's everybody has their own thing. And it's just like, hopefully the more time that goes, you just saw like, Oh yeah. Hey, whatever. Talk about what you want to talk about. I don't care. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's all good. I'm just, I, like I said, I just, I always think life's too short and there's no time for that. So if it's someone that I just can't be bothered with, life's <laughs> done. Uh, move on. Uh, life's easier. And I'm not on any other social media. You see, I don't do Facebook. I don't do Meta, whatever you yeah, want to call me it. Neither. Or in, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, any of that crap. I, I literally, it's Twitter and that's it. And I've just not got the time to be dealing yeah. with people that do my, do my head in. So it's just easier yeah. to just go block, it was, move on rather yeah. than engage in a row, you know. I literally, if Twitter went away, which a lot of people speculated, I don't think it will. Um, but if it went away, I just, I'm not even going anywhere else. I'm going to go, I'm going to go the, you know, Brent Butterworth route and be like, we have the show. I don't need social Mm. media. I did to get it going. Right. And then I'll be like, you can email me and do this there. And it's, you know, there's only so much time in the day. And that's why I'm not going to go chasing everything. So. But uh, oh, John, John Thompson's in John, the chat. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, we know you're a supervillain, Steve. Tell them all your superpower. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, that'll get me caught. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Van Gogh, good old Van Gogh, says, "I'm like you, Steve. I've got my work that I like and my home theater life." Yeah. Well, yeah. I yeah. I mean, I do. I'm. I've learned over the years since first coming on Twitter that actually, you you know, you've got to do things a certain way. And, and I, and I got into trouble with work a couple of times in my early days on Twitter with, with saying things oh, really? about public bodies that they didn't like very much. And, and that, and they complained to my boss and I ended yeah. up having to sort of, you know, That's delete tough. tweets. So I've, so I've learned to be a bit careful. Um, occasionally I, I still vent, um, but you know, it's all good. And I, and I always remember, of course, Deej, that, that giving this platform that, that we've got that, that obviously, you know, represent the show as well as, you know, everything else. And so that's something that I'm always very wary of. Um, yeah, but, well, uh, but you know, there it is. <laughs> I'm not, as long as we keep to the subject, we're good. It's when yeah, you veer oh, yeah. off it and, and we have at Me? times, but that's cool. No, not you. <laughs> I have with, I had with people on here before, but, mm. um, but yeah, to each his own. And it's, you have, you know, it's the, it's the varied, just like, I mean, it's, it's not even a joke. It's like, we all have different opinions on everything in home theater. And that's just one small microcosm of life, but that's everything. Me and my wife don't Mm. agree on anything, but we share everything, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's like, all right, we'll compromise here, compromise there. So, um, All right. play, John. Uh, we love you, Steve. Steve, We have your back. We have your back. This is a safe space, DJ. Safe space. Exactly. Exactly. So thanks, yeah, I'm John. Dying to, he he I'm, needed that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah. After this week, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a lot going on this week, guys. Which again, DJ and I have been talking off air. We, yeah. You know, but um, so there's lots going on. But uh, cheers, John. I'm dying to ask you, John, what you thought of Wish, which he's seen the new Disney animated movie. Oh, I have. Um, but I, I'm sure it's embargoed, so we probably can't tell. But uh, but there we go. Yeah, <laughs> my bandwidth is so short. It's so narrow. Mm. It's like, and it's, I'm really starting to say that stuff to, I'm like really starting to realize like my personal bandwidth on how things affect you and everything. And it's like, I just, I didn't even, I don't even know what that is, Steve. I have no idea. Movies are coming out. I had no idea about it. I'm like, it's the new Disney animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. From like, from the, from the, you know, Moana type, you know, it's not Pixar. It's a, it's a separate one. But um, yeah. So I'm dying to find out what it's like, but um, okay. Oh, well, fair play. 
So John says, um, I thought it might be embargo, John. Don't get yourself into trouble, buddy. <laughs> said my son loved it, liked it too. It was fun. So, yeah, okay, good. Good stuff. Ooh. Best Disney film for ages. Mm. Okay. Right. Now I am intrigued. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Good. Oh, good, good, good. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Anyway, um, future episode. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we want? Uh, let me see. Da, 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 da. Oh, there we go. I'm just looking. I, I'm trying to organize how we do things here. <laughs> so, all right. Are you ready to, uh, do you have anything else you want to just get to all of our experiences? Cause Let's my, do, my yeah, tweak of the, I have two, I have two tweaks of the week this week, but they're mm. both going to be kind of incorporated into our experiences from the week too, which is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, so we've, we've got a, we got a ton to get to. Uh, what's your time timeline like today? I know um, you're tired, but you got to, yeah, let's go till I just, till I drop. No, um, oh, about, perfect. Uh, yeah. it could be 10 oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well done. Um, midnight ish would be great, mate. Just, okay. just, you know, but we're, we're not good. It's not like cut off time, but about that would be great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not your Sounds time. Good. Not midnight your time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Let's get to our, uh, real home theater experiences for the week. And that's spelled with R E E R R E E L. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So let me just clarify. Your wife was an English teacher. Yeah. Are we spelling real? <laughs> well, let me um yeah, okay. My spelling is as good as my head. She was an English okay. teacher. She transitioned to a therapist. <laughs> Says it all. There you go. She, Just for you. She she found that it was like I feel it's more important that I get some education to help this guy out. The language thing just isn't working, and it really doesn't matter. So yeah, now we both we both love helping people and educating and mm. teaching, and so in our therapy part, and it's like yeah. So, uh, but yeah, she she helps me. <laughs> Why? How are you so, supposed to spell real? Well, not not with a second R. <laughs> oh, not R E E R, right? I was like, "Oh my God, is it not R E E R L?" I'm like, "Oh no!" Yeah, but yeah, real yeah, as good. in cinema, real, like, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Uh, um, we just start ask this a minute because I always like to know where people are. So Dominic says it'll be midnight in 37 minutes for me. So you're, yeah, well, he's in you're an hour ahead. Oh, he's in France. Yeah, Mais oui. yeah. representing Mais oui, from France. Right. He, like Très I said, bon. he was in the chat last night, and it, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. Nice. Um, okay, well, it's an hour and 37 minutes then, Dominic, just so you know. <laughs> for you. Yeah. Yeah. So he's hey, an hour ahead ahead of you. Look at that. Yeah. Some of so us. Ian, Ian uh, says some Ian, of us are up for work at 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ian, some of us don't go to bed and work right through and then do the full next day. That's yeah. one of the things that caused issues over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw that part on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, Paul's the same. Yeah, Norway, of course, the same. Thirty-six minutes. Anyway, we're doing time checks. Sorry, guys, we've got a lot to get through. That's fun, though. <laughs> it is fun to know, like all these people yeah. on, on around the world that are in the chat. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm telling you, I had it in my notes. The one thing from the 24-hour show that I was, I was a little disappointed in. Um, mm. We've got to get we've got to get somebody in Africa and Antarctica. Okay. So well, I just, it's funny you say that. It is funny okay. you say that. Well, I, I'm trying around. to hit all the continents. I know we have yeah. people in Australia. They just didn't weren't on the show. But Where's my had Oh, right. Look at this, Teach. My wife is a. Oh no! 
oh, we got to get her on. <laughs> we got to get her on. Yeah. Or at least you got to get her to listen to the podcast while she's there. Because John and I did have, we got linked to, when we were doing chat, we did get linked for a credit of somebody in Antarctica listening to our podcast. So that would be cool. And, um, but I did say, it's like, I'm like, I know we don't have any, we've, we did have somebody in chat in Africa at one point. I've never seen it on home theater, but in Antarctica, you gotta have somebody down there watching stuff on home theaters. Cause what else is there to mm. do? Right. It's <laughs> like, you get, I'm like, you sit down and watch a movie after you like go out and shovel the driveway, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hunt but, the penguin. <laughs> yeah. You don't hunt them. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Sorry. Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, you said that. Observe loud. the penguins. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I first one this week, I have, I have a scene. I haven't done a scene in a while, um, but I've got this scene from uh, Loki season two, episode five. You can't really make it out when it translates over to YouTube there. You can see the little, I could see it clear as day down here. It's at 32 minutes and 58 seconds. Um, But you may want to, let's just say, start this at 32.50. All right. Um, This is, uh, in my opinion, one of the home theater scenes, demo scenes of the year. Uh, for those, if you haven't seen it, and I know you haven't, Steve, mm. it will not spoil anything for you. At Just go to this scene, put it on, turn it up to your normal, what you consider reference volume, sit back in that prime seat and listen to the sounds, watch the sights. It's amazing but the sounds you can see here that she has she has headphones on mm-hmm. so they open that scene like if you went like i said 3250 she starts listening to music the music starts playing but then the action that goes on around her which if you've never seen if you aren't this far in the show you won't even know what the heck's going on anyways most people get to this part and we still don't know what's going on so it's not going to spoil <laughs> anything for you so you go to the scene and it probably lasts about 2 minutes but the sound and the way things move it starts barrel rolling and the music barrel rolls the music goes to the rear of the room it goes to the action whatever's going on and all the while she's sitting there like this but it's all everything's happening around her it's an absolute it's if we get this physically it's going to be a must like just go to scene because it's it's kind of like what they do in like in Maverick when they do the the rolls on the planes and you're like whoosh, whoosh, and the stuff goes around the room or you or when he does the flip and he what do they call it the cobra move or whatever when he came up on them and then they went down mm-hmm. you hear that stuff and moving in your overheads this is an Atmos and it's in your overhead and they utilize the room so good that I, I mean like I said if you're not into Disney or a Loki, but you have Disney plus, mm-hmm. even if you're into it and you just haven't seen it yet. I, I, it's not, I don't think it's going to spoil it for you at all. Just mm-hmm. watch these two minutes. And I think you'll be thoroughly impressed. Um, it, it's, it had a lot of good scenes this season, but not, I, I enjoyed the series. You and I were talking before. Mm-hmm. Um, my son and I really, really enjoyed the series. It's a great, um, story the two seasons of loki are a fully self-contained story you don't even have to have seen the mcu just get you'll you'll get to know the characters it's pretty good mm-hmm. um having more background in the mcu is nice but home theater wise 
This season was pretty good. It's not like Star Wars and like Ahsoka was. Uh, you're not going to be like blown away through the entire season. But I got to this part and it was like, I, I was like, oh, wow. I, I was like, mm. I had to go back. After, my son and I watched these nonstop, like without pausing. And I'm like, I got to go. I knew where we were in the show. And I was like, I got to go back and watch that again. So I grabbed this. Mm. So it's season two for people not on YouTube right now in the audio only. It's Loki season two, episode five, 32 minutes, 50 seconds. And uh, I, I'm telling you, I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's a, mm. and, and save it there when you're done. It just, if you're not watching it, just save it there. And then when friends come over, you just, you go back to that and it'll start right up. I've done that so many times with Daredevil season one. <laughs> I have that, the walk around the taxi cab scene. Do you remember that one, mm. Steve? Mm -hmm. And it's like, and that, oh, I love that. And that was way back in 2015. Yeah. So I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to, I'm going to buy Loki season one when it comes out here in December. And then I think I'm going to rewatch right. that physically and yeah. then go straight into this. And, and hopefully I'll, I'll get more from it. Is it bad, mm. by the way, that my OCD, sorry, my very particular nature is rankling at the state of that sofa? Um, Maybe it's just me. Look at yeah. that. What a mess. I know. <laughs> yeah. It, well, it, you know what's actually really cool about this? She's in a record shop. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, oh right. Okay. She's in a record store. shop. So that's like, you know, a throwaway couch they put at the back so you could put on headphones and listen to, you know, sample mm. some of the music. Mm. But that's a great point. This record shop, I was saying, at the one thing I did say to my son during the scene as she walks into the shop it's this shop is a little smaller, a little larger, wider than the laser disc store that I used to go to. And it, it was like mm -hmm. a dead ringer to it to me. I was like, that's like what the only difference is Dave was set up on the long wall. This one here has you walk in on the short wall at the front and the, the, the guy working at the register there at the desk is, is down the far side. But it was just like, I don't know if you've ever been to a just laser disc only type store and it's just mm. like a record shop, right? Cause it's basically mm. it's the same thing. They, they look the same and it was just. And, and, and it wasn't till this scene that I realized, I'm like, man, I had uh, upwards of 250, maybe a little over 250 laser discs. <laughs> and I remember, but Dave's place, he had like multiple copies, of course, but he had probably thousands of laser and they were spread and like, you would just come in and I would, if nothing big came out that day, I would go through like back catalog stuff and start looking <laughs> and shopping and, and it, it just kind of like you do with, with vinyl. Right. But it's like, I was like, oh man, that would be kind of cool to have. But like we talked last night on page in the patron chat, it was like, you don't want to watch that stuff again. You can't, no. it's not like vinyl. It doesn't play as well now, nowadays no. No, no, no. on our systems. Yeah, no. it, it actually I mean, would sound you know, pretty good, but it wouldn't, wouldn't look yeah, good at all. Yes. Certainly not on any kind of screen of any real size. It's going to look dreadful. Um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. we moved on. Yeah. So. All right. Let me see. What do we, I, I, I never did the notes. I don't even know what we got next. Oh yeah. Here we go. I do. And I, and yeah. I, I know you do because I read it to you. And like you said, you've got a far smarter memory than I do. No, no. Cause you actually have one. I'm like squirrel. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So this is Jewel on 4K uh, Ultra HD disc um, in Dolby Atmos. 
And of course, you talked about it a few weeks back, didn't you, when you had it on yeah. Kaleidoscape? Um, and you were very impressed with the Kaleidoscape version of this. Um, for, and and uh, well, no, now I know why. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, here we yeah, go again. Right, yeah. oh, what happened? We're all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gone now. We oh, lost. Oh, you could keep time. I'll pull up the link. Yeah, no problem. Somehow no problem. I lost so it, my internet to my laptop. Uh, yeah. So it's a, so the new disc, it's just come out here two weeks ago, I think, or thereabouts. I'm getting confused. There's so many discs out at the moment. Um, yeah. but it's, uh, it's very, very, very good. And this is one of a couple of films this week that we're going to talk about that gave me a completely new appreciation for the movie, which I already enjoyed anyway. Jewel is one of those movies that, that I've always liked, never loved it, but I always liked it. And when I saw it most okay. recently prior to this on Blu-ray, I remember thinking, yeah, it, that was okay. Um, I hadn't seen it for a long time. I'd forgotten about a lot of the voiceover stuff. And when I saw it on Blu-ray, I was a little bit kind of, I don't know, I found it a little bit odd. But now re-watching it like this in 4K, Dolby Atmos, I absolutely loved it. I was transported into this film, if you'll forgive the pun, um, <sighs> than, than I've ever been before. I, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, so movie's great. It looks phenomenal. Um, you know, the HDR on it, it looks great. The, the detail levels are brilliant. The red of the car has never looked more, you know, more, uh, more saturated. <sighs> the, the, the detail, it, I remember you talking about the detail on the truck. And yes. sure enough, yeah. I mean, the, I didn't realize the fenders are pink. You know, the front it's, fenders exactly. are pink. It, and I've never it's seen not, that before. Yeah. It, they're, 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 they're each different panels have different colors. They're discolored in a mm. different way. Like, almost like it, mm. it was, it's been repaired with pieces from other trucks. Right. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the other thing that I noticed, I'm like in my head, I hadn't seen this in years, mm. um, but not as long as a lot of people like I've had, I have seen it over the years, but did you notice there's no bumper grill? Like there's no grill, but my memory, mm. because the truck is so angry, my memory of it was there was a grill. And then mm. when you see it like this, so pristine, you're like, where'd the, where'd the bumper guard go? Where'd the push guard, push, push bar go, you know? The, and there yeah, wasn't the bull bar, one. whatever they call it. The, yeah, 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 yeah. And it, but it's, it does. It looks so good. It's, it's, I mean, the, and the, the blue of the sky against the kind of desert, the, 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 the brush of the desert and all this. I mean, it mm. looks absolutely amazing. I, I found myself kind of being hypnotized by the sort of the, the stubble on his, on his face, on the main character's face, the, the yes. white, you know, just, just generally kind of, and his tie and the texture of the tie and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's incredible. Really, really good. And so it looked amazing. And then I was very, very pleased with the audio as well, which I did not expect anything of. I wondered if this would be an Atmos track in name only which sometimes happens not often in fairness but sometimes yeah but right from the beginning as soon as he goes through one of those tunnels uh as the car is driving at the beginning mm. and that goes right up and over the overheads into the back of the screen and that happens two or three times just in the credits you know you know you're in for a fun sonic experience and sure enough yeah. that's what happens it's it you know the the truck has never sounded more threatening the, uh, david's car has never sounded more useless um, you know, and, and, and actually the, 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 the playoff between those really does bring the tension. Um, and so I, you know, I thought it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. This was a, this isn't just looks better than it's ever been. It's not just sounds better. The delivery system really makes a difference. Um, and actually makes this movie better for me than yeah. it's 
ever been before. It, it, it really does enhance the film. And again, we're going to talk about another film in a bit as well in a similar way. Um, so yeah, it's very, very good. I, I, yeah. This is the way to see this film. I mean, forget the Blu-ray, forget DVDs or anything else. You know, yeah. this is the way to see it. Um, and, you know, pick it up, guys. Anyone that doesn't have it, get it. Um, Dominic's just saying they got the 4K Steelbook today. Um, so, yeah, prepare for awesomeness, it's, Dominic, as I like to say, um, because it's really, really good. Remember that uh, the scene that I was talking about before when he's standing, David's standing in the road? And it's like, that's, I think the skyline or the sun's behind them or something, just the lighting mm. of that shot and knowing all of that was done practical, pra you mm. know what I mean? And we're going to get oh, a yeah. little bit into that a little later too, but just <laughs> like, there was no like, um, uh, there was no CGI. You weren't doing, everything was done practically. It's like, oh, look at the sun right now and the way the clouds are. Get the cameras! Yeah, yeah, magic camera. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, it was, it's just, it was amazing to see. And it's like, and what, like I said, I don't think anybody's really seen this like this. Mm. Because when it came out, it wasn't, it was like TV and it, it was in the theaters, but it didn't look this good. Yeah, and it's, yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it is, it's just, it, I was blown away by how good it was. I, I mean, I kind of have a, um, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but a fascination with the movie because I was into home theater. I got this job at a, at a factory and it was years later and a friend of mine, um, who's not into home theater at all, he's the one that introduced me to this movie. I'd never heard of it. And mm. he introduced it to me with a bootleg VHS tape and he's like, recorded from television i believe and he was mm. like you have to see this movie and i was like oh okay let me see and and it, again it's this is a this is one of those where it's like now 4k with atmos it's the combination of everything we have a great story that you can see mm -hmm. this on a you know watch it on your 15 inch television in your living room with one speaker and the pacing of it and the the terror especially back then because you're only your perception is only what it is right it's you're it's gauged by what you've experienced around you nobody ever experienced home theater so watching this at home you were like <gasps> and then nowadays you have this and i was just talking about this this weekend too um talking about carl and and mm. unhinged and mm. how it was like i asked him and I, I remember i told you i felt bad like should i ask him because you don't want to make it sound like you took unhinged from duel mm. but he was he's like no i he like leaned right into it and it, i'm talking about carl mm. ellsworth the writer of unhinged and i'm like he just like leaned no no it was a huge influence and i wanted to do this and it because things have changed since then and i wanted to do this and i'm like oh my god that's so awesome you know um <laughs> so yeah i thought that i thought that was really cool uh mm. but what i think it's a historic movie in my opinion and i know a mm. lot of people haven't seen it um but i do think it's a it's one of those movies that um that if you're into home theater or you you like great stories, I think this is one of those that um, it really is a, a historic movie. So mm, it is. I mean, it's it's, it's timeless and yeah. just as just as good, you know, now as it's ever been. But this way of seeing it is transformative. And uh, yeah, it's it's it really yeah. really pleased with this. And Universal have been a little patchy with their discs of late. Um, and and yet this is we'll a talk real about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Nelson says, so yeah, do you want to read that, Dave? Do you want to do that? 
yeah, Nelson in chat saying, I just saw this for the first time in a while. It was awesome. The sound was great. I like, I was in, it, it was like I was in the truck. Uh, Jordan hasn't seen it yet. Haven't watched Duel on 4K yet, but it's great to know the 4K is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Theo, uh, coming in, uh, I believe Theo's in Australia, if I remember right. Duel is a fun movie. Um, Carl's picking it up when it's on sale. Come on, buddy. Uh, support the, support the medium, pay full price. Uh, Steve, Steven at duel is on my wish, wish list, maybe real black Friday. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, highly, highly recommend, uh, duel these movies and stuff. So, um, but yeah. And, and as I say, especially this way, don't stream it cause it won't be like this. Don't, you know, get the disc, you know, see it. You'll be so glad you yeah. did. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is really, really good. So, uh, anything else on that? No, no, that, that's it. It's awesome. That's moving on. That's it. That's the one part. <laughs> We're good at talking about something. We're just not good at transitions. <laughs> How do we go on to the next thing? Uh, all right. Here we go. Let's just I've keep been on talk- trucking. Ooh, look at you. All right. This <laughs> next one is our first one that has a uh, tweak of the week in it. And I mean, that's kind of came from the tweak of the week. Uh, so. Let's get to Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So this one came about because it's been weeks now that I've been, I've been mentioning my tweak of the week. And this tweak of the week is um, brought to you by your local eye care professional. Um, didn't that sound like we actually were sponsored for a second there? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, ne- <laughs> I've, I've never. I've never, I swear to God, this is going to pay off home theater wise, but I've never, I've never had my eyes checked since I was 16 years old. Uh, when I was 16 years old, I'd never had my eyes checked. I'd never gone for braces. I'd never done anything like that. And the week my girlfriend went on vacation as a 16 year old, she goes down to Cancun with her family. My mother takes me to get glasses and braces. So luckily, well, I could have used braces, but I refused it. And uh, glasses I had better than 2020. So I went my whole life without glasses, kind of like with my NHTs. So, <laughs> and it's kind of that, it kind of plays out like that. So I go to the, I go to the eyeglass play, uh, doctor place. I've been taking my kids. Great guy, Dr. Greg. He puts me through the tests. Very, I'm going to speed it up a lot. I end up with 20, 20, 20 in my 2025 in my right, 2020 in my left. So it's not really a big difference in my eyes, right? But what it does make a difference, but they, they are, um, oh man, what's the word? The, the, the you know, they're not round. Very focal. No, 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 it's no. Concave, it's, convex. No, no, my eyes. I have a, uh, a stigma. Oh. Stigmatism. Okay. So I have a stigmatism to my eye, which means as they explained to me, when you're younger, you can power through it. Right. And as you get older, it's just harder for you to adjust to the, to everything. So like by the end of the day, I'm like this on my phone, squinting, trying to read stuff because I'm fatigued. So it's, it's just because you get tired. And I noticed that over the last like five years, um, still see everything fine driving, everything like that. But I was excited to do this for home theater. Cause I'm like, is this going to improve my experience in my room? And I got to tell you, 
I am blown away. And that's why I am going back through the Marvel Universe. I went back through all three Star Wars, the original Star Wars movies. Um, I went back through, uh, I haven't gone through Terminator 2 yet, but I've gone to some of the scenes. But I chose Captain America Winter Soldier because to talk about just briefly about that part. But when this came out and it was, I want to say it was 2014. I looked it up, but I had this in the list for last week and I don't have my notes anymore, but I think it was 2014. If I remember right, you can look it up, Steve, Mm -hmm. but this was many, many years before I had the podcast. And just to give you guys an idea, this is what I did. This came out on digital month, weeks before and, I, it dropped like on a Sunday. It was weird. So I bought it. I watched it twice. And the reason I know this is we were having a brunch. We were inviting people over to the house for 11 a.m. on a Sunday. And I'm like, come on over, blah, blah, blah. And I had already watched this twice, Captain America Winter Soldier. I know this movie like pretty much inside and out. And then you get, you get to that, you get past the opening scene, you know, on your left, which is gorgeous in 4K HDR such an improvement because I'd seen it so many times on Blu-ray. And then you go to the, uh, they get into the, uh, they're in the back of the plane, right? And, you know, Black Widow's sitting there telling them you got to get a date and blah, blah, blah. But it's very dark in that plane. Then he jumps out and they go, did he just jump over there to shoot? Yes, he did. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but it's very dark. So watching that so many times in, again, Blu-ray, with a, I, I've started with a 780, 720 projector, went to a 1080, then to a 4K, then add in the Lumigen. Well, now add in prescription lenses. It's what this did is it was just amazing because one, one of the first scenes that I went to was, and you'll see it in the top corner there, Endgame and Infinity War. And there's a scene in the beginning of Infinity War, where, you know, they're in, um, it's Doctor Strange and Tony Stark are talking. And this is where the glasses paid off for me. My gla- I don't, it's, it's not that much of a difference. It's like a 1% improvement. And as my doctor said, he's like, he goes, you don't need glasses. This is, it's just a refinement. I'm like, perfect. All right, cool. So like, it's a 1% improvement. But it, there's a scene when um, Banner, Tony Stark, Doctor Strange, they're all talking there just before they, they get attacked again. Banner has already come through the ceiling. And what they do is they take Banner and he's just that 1% out of focus. And Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., is in focus. And then they do the same thing with Doctor Strange and they go back and forth. Now, I don't need to do anything to A-B this. All I got to do is this. <laughs> that one percent and and this is why i've been so excited to tell everybody this don't let and it's like i almost want to swear don't let anybody effing tell you that one percent doesn't make a difference in its diminishing returns because that one percent and this is objective not subjective that one percent if you're blurring everything by one percent then when you go to see you can't tell the difference between the thing that's being blurred by 1% and the thing that you're blurring by 1%, they look fairly equal. So you're not getting that extra sense of depth. So that 1%, if you can improve your picture, your quality of your image on your screen, maybe you have perfect vision. You already have corrective lenses. 
But if you can improve your picture by 1% and that pulls that out for you, you're getting what I just talked about, right? I could never see that. Now, that doesn't mean that everything I experienced before was wrong. That's That was my perception, right? And then that's, and it looked great to me because I did get the depth that I wanted, that I knew that I experienced. I mean, everyday life, it's the same depth, right? You put these on and now all of a sudden I can see what I'm supposed to see. And you see that exact cutoff of where you go from crisp lines to depth to, to, you know, blurring for depth and everything. It, it like my entire library is brand new. It's like, oh my God, you know, and then going to this and that opening scene, I mean, the, the, the capital looked amazing as they're running around. And then you get into, like I said, the, you're in the back of the plane or whatever they call the thing. And the detail that you're seeing, the, the detail in their costumes, the, how deep the blacks are. And now I'm seeing gradations that I probably couldn't see before, but they're very, very minor. But it's like, like Nelson, when he saw that, you know, on the kaleidoscape, he's like, Hey, that little red light up in the corner there is a little bit off. And it's like, you've got to see this stuff over and over and over to know the difference and experience the difference. And I'm like, Holy crap. This is, it, it was, it's absolutely amazing. I'm loving my content going back through everything. And it's, it's so much fun too, because I'm like, this is where it's like the Kaleidoscape pays big time for me because I'll be like, oh, this guy's in this. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. Let me go over to that one. And you're just <laughs> jumping around. It's like the my entire catalog is brand new again. And it's like like if it came out with another, without having it to go to 8K, I feel like I just upgraded everything, another resolution or something. And it's and I, I'm telling you, it's at 1%. It's, that's it. I mean, one of my eyes is fine, 2020. The other eye is 2025. I dial everything in. Like you said, you refine it. It's, it's great. So don't mm. let anybody tell you 1% improvement doesn't mean anything because it can literally mean everything. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my, uh, tweak of the week. That's Captain America Winter Soldier, which is an awesome movie. Uh, hadn't seen that one in a little while, but oh man, <clears throat> so good. So, all right. Whew. A little excited, Steve. A little excited on that one. Hey, man. No, you know, good man. You've been, you know how fair, long I've held on to that. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. You have been waiting weeks oh. to do that. So you've got to, you know, finally unleash the beast. So I, good man. It's, <laughs> I didn't even know what I was going to be able to say. I'm like, what if I really, what do I remember? And then once it started flowing, I was like, oh my God, I'm about to swear. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so that excited. That only happens when it's dark side DJ. Come on. <laughs> yep. Uh, Van Gool. It's like, I just went to the eye doctor last week for new contacts. And yeah, it's, it, it, if you've never been and you should get your eyes checked, definitely just for no other reason, you know, just to get a baseline. But like Van Gool, if you're going to get now for people that wear glasses, do you like, are you excited? Like I was like, all right, I'm getting a new prescription. So, so because you're like anything else, things degrade over time and you don't see, you don't perceive it as it's degrading. So do you get that bump every time? Like, you know, five years from now, do I get a new prescription? Do I get to do this all over again? Cause I'm pretty psyched for that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, um, or knowing me, I'll probably go back and I'll be like, I'll be calling my doctor. I'll be like, yeah, I got to come in because, you know, um, uh, Dave, uh, Bruce Banner and Tony Stark, they look the same to me right now. And he'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm yeah. like, nope, yeah, I, I'm not getting the definition. A, yeah, he'll be referring you to a completely different doctor if you start saying things like that, Deej. 
<laughs> when yeah, the exactly. white coats men, you know, they'll they'll turn up. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> all right. Uh yeah, Jordan. Um Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Winter Soldier is one of the top ten films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for me personally. Yeah, that's it. Seems to be the consensus. Pretty much falls in the top ten. Uh, I think it was in the top five for a while. I don't know if anything, but pretty much top ten now that we've got like thirty three of them. Uh, and yes, Theo in Australia. So there we go. We got Australia now. I got it. Theo. I'm putting you on the spot, buddy. I gotta get you on the on the twenty four hour show next year. So we got continent we got that done we've got uh india we've got obviously we've got europe i i think the uh, we've got canada canada is north oh we need south america i'm sorry so we need south america well what i'll do i'll just dial in i'll just pretend to be spanish steve no one will know and uh, i'll just (laughs) i've got a sombrero somewhere i'll just put that on Mm. and uh, no one will know or or we'll get john to get lydia on for five minutes and then we've done mexico there we go well uh, it, that it, is Mexico part of North America Central or South America? America? Well, I think it's more Central Yeah, but America, it's, I don't think Central America is a uh, continent, though. No, you know indeed. what I mean. Well, okay. Well, I, I, I can't remember which ones. I think it. I think it. It uh, stops at the Panama Canal, so mm-hmm. that would still be. I think Mexico is still considered North America, and then everything below the. I'll, if I remember I'll right, pretend. it's probably the equator, I'll actually. Yeah, I'll just speak in Spanish for an hour. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's good practice for me. Do and, you? You know, it's all good. Do you want me to text my daughter? She's been to Ecuador, so she would know probably uh, all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Well, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I think I'm not sure what trench is in Mexican or Spanish, oh, but I can give it a try. I'll give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I redeemed myself over Barbie. So, you know, yeah, I'm going to dig myself yeah, back into another hole. Yeah, digging another hole. <laughs> another trench. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Um, all right, you ready for your Ooh, next two? Yeah, We're yeah, going to yeah. double these up. Are you excited yeah. for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you oh, really? First, All right. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Apologies for my crap picture, guys. Let me just apologize for that because this is not Why? a good picture. Uh, well, because it, it looks really proper grainy and weird. Um, so, okay, this then, ladies and gents, is Hellraiser from the newly released uh, Quartet of Torment. 4K uh, Hellraiser box set, which uh, came out here a few weeks ago. Um, you know, and, and as we know, you know, Halloween is 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 all year round for me. Um, and yep. so uh, I thought I'd give this a go. Now, Hellraiser's a movie. Have you seen it, Deej? I don't know if you, I oh, think yeah. you said you had. It's yeah, one I of my favorites. From, I haven't seen it in many, many years. Oh. But it is one of my favorites from, from the 80s when I was a kid. Okay. Well, prepare to get excited once more then in that case. Because can't this wait is, for October. so this is the second of the movies that are uh are transformative in 4k um and so yeah so i always liked hellraiser more than loved it Uh, similarly i always thought it was kind of Mm. you know a bit we talked i think we talked off air about it actually you 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 Mm. me and john talked off air about it and and i always found it a bit of a weird film very strange kind of psychosexual kind of horror very odd movie um and as i said always kind of liked it admired it more than loved it um and i've seen it relatively recently i had the blu-ray and i and i watched that um however this time round. Uh, in 4K, um, seeing, I think it's DTS HD Master Audio, so up mixed to Neural X. Um, and this was way better 
than I have really? ever seen it before and took a movie that I admired and made it a movie that I really, really enjoyed as much as you can enjoy a movie where people are being ripped apart with hooks um, and various <laughs> other things. But still, you know, it is me we're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I, I thought this was great. And it, and, and the reason it was so good is that now, in addition to this unusual story, the, the visual effects, um, mainly the stuff at the end is a little bit ropey, but the visual effects, the practical makeup effects, the, the, the way in which this has been done looks absolutely stunning in 4K. It, every bit is icky and and kind of uncomfortable and 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 gruesome and grisly as i think they wanted it to be but it's been given this extra kind of layer of, of awesomeness in 4k it looks unbelievable all of the reds are are as deep red and, and of the blood and everything else all of the sort of slimy sticky makeup effects look gruesome as i'm sure they, they wanted them to look um and you know the black levels are fantastic the contrast is amazing one of the characters is wearing a, a white blouse for most of the movie which just glows and it, it is stunningly done it is grainy you know again these you know we talked about you know check your grain kind of filters at the door you know you've got it it takes a little bit of adjustment because it is it was a mm. low budget movie very low budget in fact mm. um and so there are there is grain to it but it's well resolved it's not obtrusive um it looks absolutely stunning um and the audio is really really good as well there are some you know some quite big scenes in there that, that of, of you know storms and everything else um so i was very 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 pleased with this um now I don't know because I've only watched the first two for reasons I'll explain in a minute. Um, but I don't know whether you need to buy the whole box set. I mean, you know, it was sixty pounds or thereabouts here. Um, so I don't know whether you need to buy all of them because they do reduce in quality as they go on. Um, so if you can get Hellraiser in four K on its own, get it mm. for sure. But if you want to have the whole lot, then you know, by all means, buy the box set. It's an Arrow release, as you can see from that picture. Um, but this is exceptional, really, really good. Um, and so, yeah, put this on your October list then, Deej, because it'll be um, – I don't know if it's on Kaleidoscape, though. If it's Arrow, do they get Kaleidoscape versions or not? They do have a working relationship with Arrow, from what I understand. Mm. Um, I can't remember mm. other films that have been uh, sent over to them, but um, it's not right now. Hellraiser is not mm. in 4K right now. Okay. Um, if it was, I'd have it. I would have yeah. grabbed that right away as soon as that would, that's, that's one for me that it's like, so when they'll do like, you know, one we'll talk about at the end, uh, drop today. And I, I tweeted about it, but we'll, we'll wrap up with it. But, um, we, when stuff like that drops, you're like, Oh, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Right. Right. From the, anything that just jogs your memory like that. And of the eighties when you were a kid and you're like that, that's that Hellraiser's definitely one. Um, so, and if it doesn't, uh, I'll just grab it. I'll just grab it physically, and uh, yeah, you'll, and, you'll have a blast with this. If you've got a relationship yeah. with the film anyway, mm-hmm. this will this will do this will do for you. I'm I'm one hundred percent. This is eighty eight. Am I right? Yeah, eighty seven, eighty eight. Yeah, I think it was eighty eight. Yeah. I think I think Jen and I saw this together because she um, she likes horror movies. She liked them then. I'm pretty sure she was my girlfriend at the time. She very well may not have been. She may have been just been my friend at the time. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I, I loved this. This movie. is this is this. As I said, this That's will fun. do for you the same thing that Jewel did. 
you know, in terms of, whoa, this is a new, this is a completely different experience. And yeah. I use that word deliberately, you know, it, it is an experience. And like yeah. the thing, and I know obviously you switched it off quite quickly, but the, the visual effects in the thing hold up so yeah. well and they're so cleverly done. And this is another one that, 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 that does not, the 4K doesn't undermine the effects. It actually enhances mm-hmm. it. It makes it even more tactile and difficult to, to, to sort of watch. It's as icky as it, as it's trying, yeah. as it always wanted to be. Nice. But previously, <coughs> excuse me, previously on the, um, the DVDs and even the Blu-ray would have been so murky. You can't really t- make it out. But in this version, you can see it all and it's, it's great. So yeah, you're going to love this stage. You really will. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I, yeah, put this yeah. to your top of the list. <laughs> Travis in the chat. Hey, Travis. Mm. I hadn't seen him. Oh, there he is back there. I didn't see him earlier. Mm-hmm. Clive Barker's books no. stories are awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they that, are. That was the other thing. Anything in, in the 80s when you saw something with Clive, you're like, oh, got to go check that out. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted to move we, right into the next one. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. We go from kind of one yeah, extreme to the other. Pop there. right over to that one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Story wise, story wise. Okay. So we yeah. then, so I, having watched Hellraiser, um, I then, because again, this, this box set comes with all four, the first four movies. Um, and I thought, you know what? And I'd seen Hellraiser before, but I don't think I'd ever seen this. So I thought, right, I'll give this a go. So on was Hellbound Hellraiser 2, um, which is still looks very, very nice in 4K, still pres- preserves lots of icky kind of stuff, sounds decent. But the story on this for me is just ludicrous. This movie makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and even, I mean, and I appreciate, but even within the world of the, the box and the Cenobites and everything else, this just is ridiculous, this film. And I, I was struggling with this one. Um, so not a patch on the first one, but it still looks and sounds good. So it's, it's of a piece with the box set. And because I was so disappointed with this, I haven't watched three and four yet. This was my Hellraiser view and just stopped in its tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, because I the reviews so on IMDb just go yeah. off a cliff up this one. And I thought, right, well, if this is that bad, then I'll, yeah, you know, I'm not going to rush to see three and four because there's so much other stuff to see. So, oh, yeah. so this kind of ended my hell, my Hellraiser journey, um, for the foreseeable. Um, so it's not yet, but I understand there are some people that really like Hell, hell Hellraiser 2. So if you really like it, then you're going to be pleased with the disc. Hmm. But you know, the first one is way better. Yeah. Have you seen this one? Not since it came out. I think I saw, I think like you, I saw this in the theater. I was like, "Mm, okay. And I don't, I don't think I picked up anything after that. I was just like, "Mm." it kind of, kind of like, I remember, um, child's play was the same way with Chucky Mm, and you, you were like the first one that was pretty cool. And then after that, you're like, all right, now it's getting crazy. And it's like, you you go to see the second one and you're like, well, that didn't go well. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the other thing that's uh, weird about these, if you do watch them both now, is there's a very odd thing whereby the first film is clearly shot in England. It's clearly shot in London. You know, it, 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 the exteriors are clearly London. And yet at the start then of this one, the officers that turn up have got American uniforms on and, and, and they just kind of make out that it was America all along. And it's just weird. And I can't, and, and the reason is I looked it up on IMDb. It's because the, the production company thought that, that people would be more likely to see it if they thought it was in America than if they thought it was in London. Um, so it's just bizarre. Um, and so that was jarring as well, but you know, there it is. It, 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 it comes in the set. If you get by, by the box set, you've got it to watch, but you know, get the first one, this one, not so much. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to the next one, we've got a couple of uh, comments in the chat that I wanted to mention. Uh, we got uh, Ian a little while ago said, send me mm. to Africa. I could use a vacation and some sun instead of the constant rain and cold we have in Scotland at the moment. So, um, and what's <laughs> funny is this is why I'd never get to that part, but it's stuff like that. Like Ian's comment, like if we, <laughs> like if we got enough money, that's where it would go. <laughs> like I'd be like, I'm sending Ian on location <laughs> and all I want is like, here, I'll pay for your flight. Like the, the podcast, I'll pay for your flight. I just want you to stand in the street and be like, yeah, I'm here in um, uh, Africa and wherever you would be and be like, yeah, I, I haven't been invited into a theater yet. Back to you, Deej. <laughs> I thought that'd be um, that's, whole, that's our home theater experience. <laughs> but I'm like, that's, that's how stupid I am. <laughs> money. I'm like, ah, whatever. That would be funny, right? <laughs> um, well, as someone who's been all over Africa, um, I highly recommend South Africa. The safaris down there are incredible. That place is just bizarre. It's an awesome place, but yeah. boy, is it, is it incredible. Um, it so, is yeah, one of the places I'd love to go. I absolutely would love to. That's one. I'm not into traveling, but I'd love to go to like Africa, see Egypt, mm. see, go do a safari. There's stuff that you just can't experience anywhere else yeah. in the world. I mean, we, we, so. I went with my mum for 10 days and we, we flew down there and because of weirdly, because it's on the same date line. So it's literally north to south, um, yeah. from the UK. It's the same timeline. So that you don't lose any time as a travel. So there's no jet lag because you, you know, all the time you've got is fine. Um, and I mean, we, we flew in, landed at like 10 o'clock in the morning. We were on safari by uh, about one o'clock in the afternoon. And literally we were in the game reserve for five minutes and a herd of 40 elephants just walk right past us. You know, you could virtually touch them. That was incredible. Um, yeah, That's we saw awesome. some amazing stuff in that 10 days. So, yeah, highly recommended. But long way to go to just do a five-minute podcast sequence. Um, yeah, but if it's paid for. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah well, you can't complain. And it's a vacation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got yeah, it paid for, and all I got to do is make a home theater video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so someday, maybe someday. You could dream. Uh, Van Gogh's also saying Peacock has the Exorcist Believer on December 1st. So uh, if you have Peacock, that would be great. Uh, if you don't have Peacock, don't get it for that. I enjoyed it. It had a home theater. It was a decent home theater experience, my wife and I. But at the end of it, I like the first Exorcist better. <laughs> so, um, all right. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, oh, I'm glad my buddy, uh, Travis is in the chat for this, I hope, because, you know, we typically don't get very political on this station, on this show, Stitch. in this channel, station, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, right? Um, you can tell I don't script any of this. I'm just like, oh, yeah. this is what's up next. Here we go. <laughs> so, um, but I did get a great education in, you know, our, our legal process and everything and politics and all that. So we're going to bring a little politics to the show with, um, this little ditty. <laughs> Legally blonde. <laughs> so as a home theater experience, uh, don't go running out and buying this. Um, the, the colors are nice. There's lots of pinks <laughs> and, um, it, it's, but I mean, the, the, I mean, you, you really want to see this movie for the, uh, knowledge that you gain about, you know, the legal system and how everything is, is managed and, and what it takes to be a good lawyer, Steve, right? I mean, this is right up your alley. Was this shown when you were in school? When you were, no, I, when you I were never, at, I've at university? Only, no, was it, not only was it not shown, I've never seen it. 
However, <laughs> the number. Well, then, how do I even know you're a good lawyer then? Come well, on. You, you don't. You don't. <laughs> Uh, you've got to speak to my clients if they weren't in prison. Oh, damn, hang about. That's not, that doesn't work. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, um, but the number of students that I get that I sweat because, no. because when we used to do the, the, the initial sessions, we get them to stand up and me being me, this is a, is an icebreaker with advocacy. So learning to talk in, yeah. in an open setting, I get students to stand up, say their name, where they did their law degree and then their favorite film or TV show and why. Uh, me being me, um, and the number of times students say "Legally Blonde" uh, is is crazy. You know more than any other movie. You know, yeah. This gets mentioned all the time, and I've never seen it. I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, this it's it's fun. I mean, the only reason we saw it um, is uh, yeah. <laughs> Ow, Travis! What did Ow. I do to you? <laughs> well, you can't blame them. <laughs> I, I, I can um, try. <laughs> um, no, Jen had she went to see the musical. They the oh, high school yeah. that she teaches at did a music did uh, redid the musical or did the musical because it is on Broadway in New York or was. Um, and so she was going to see it. We have we had never seen the movie, so how how could I turn her down? You know, I'm like, all right. She's like, do you want to watch it with me? And I'm like, sure, that'll be fun. So I think I think we did this Friday night, um, and or maybe it was Saturday. I don't know, but it, it was fun. Uh, I think you would have fun with it. I mean, it's there's some legal jargon thrown in there that's that's fairly accurate. Like where they get the difference between like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, um, reasonable doubt versus I can't remember what the other one was, but I was explaining Jen's like, what? Well, you're always looking for reasonable doubt. And I'm like, no, there's certain cases where it's not about reasonable doubt. It's you just trying to, it, it's a different situation. And she's like, oh, because it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't like a, um, criminal offense where somebody did something mm. to somebody else this was something where you have to i can't remember what it was but there was a mm. couple of times in the movie that created like a, oh my god that's actually kind of but it, it was fun um but here's where it gets even worse we were like we we thought it was awful but we had fun with it anyways and we're like you want to do legally blonde too so we did that one, mm -hmm. but we watched that upstairs watching dinner. And it's like, by the time we were done with dinner, which is like, what, 10, 15 minutes into the movie, she goes, you can put on whatever you want. I go, oh, no, it's like a train wreck. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I got to see how this thing plays out. <laughs> it is awful. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like beyond awful that you're just, once you've done Legally Blonde, I was like, all right. It, we found it on, uh, we, we watched it for free on, on regular. I can't remember where we found it, but, um, but it was, it's absolutely awful. And it's like the lead, it, and then you go, she went to Washington and it's how mm. they, they institute a bill and everything. And you're like, Oh my God. But there, there was one part, part towards the end of the movie, uh, legally blonde too. And Jen looks at me and she goes, they're doing exactly what they did in the first one. Like the same <laughs> story arc. And, and like her points were like literally ripped. I go, this whole movie is the first one. It's just in a different <laughs> setting. So, um, but there's times when you're watching it and you're like, do these actors know what movie they're in? Like when you're making this movie, there's some decent people in here, like Sally Fields and Legally 2. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it was pretty funny. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I steer clear of 
legal dramas generally anyway. The, the, the two that always leap to mind that are the exceptions to that rule are JFK, where there is some fantastic stuff in that. I suppose My Cousin Vinny as well. You can have that one too, because that's great for different reasons. Um, yeah, and then A Few Good Men as well, which I, I mean, is, I is actually, yeah, my, yeah, My Cousin Vinny was on the other night when I, Jen had the TV on. I go upstairs, go to bed. It was on. I was like, oh, Shawshanked. <laughs> like, love my cousin Vinny. Love yeah. that. Well, of course, it's got um, the it's got your legal stuff, but it's got cars. <laughs> so yeah, it's right yeah. up your alley. Cars. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right, yeah. Eddie, Eddie in the chat. He's like, Lucy. On the other hand, was fun. Yes, <laughs> lots. Of How do we fun. get to Lucy from Legally Blonde? Other than the alliterative title, <laughs> I, I don't know. Legally, I, I think but anytime somebody blonde. talks about Lucy, I'm going to bring it up. Like, I've got my iPad here. Like, I can watch it whenever I, I know. Remember. It was like the the birth of our friendship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or was it Midway? I don't know. It was, yeah, I think it was yeah, Midway. Yeah. It was, Lucy was what triggered the uh, the contact directly. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. All right. Let's see. Are uh, you ready for the <laughs> Ooh, movie? It's a Christmas movie. Happy to see that my collection of blondes is limited to Atomic. Yes. Nice. Steve, That's nice Steve, Steven at in the chat. Yeah. All right. You ready for it? Yep. It's, it's, it's Crease. It's, it's Steve's Christmas. Christmas season. So let's get to this one. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. And again, can I just apologize, people, for the dreadful photo? But that's literally how it looks. Yeah. Really. You can tell. Yeah, you can yeah. tell because look at how crisp the, the like play settings and scenes looks. And then yeah. you see like, the, when I yeah. first saw that, when I first saw this is trading places, point the way go, sorry, in 4K disc, uh, Paramount release. Yes. Um, and in DTS HD 5.1 master audio. Um, I, when this came on, I thought, please tell me that's not the quality of the video. Um, cause I'd always heard a lot of trouble because <laughs> it just looks terrible. It's like a, looks like um, a whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. And I was, I thought, why, I mean, why when they're authoring a disc? Does someone go, just chuck that on, it'll be all right. Just blow up the, the poster and then just chuck yeah. that on. They won't care. Thinking, well, we do. Um, but, yeah. but there we go. So anyway, so yeah, so Trading Places. This is my first Christmas movie of the year. Um, and I was trying to see Violent Night this week, but I just, for reasons, I didn't get around to seeing yeah. that. This was the only Christmas movie of the week. Um, and, I mean, you've obviously seen this movie, DJ. Everybody's seen oh, yeah. this movie surely loads oh. of times um and it yeah. is a stone cold 24 karat gold classic isn't it yeah. in every way yeah. i mean quoted it all through high school yeah it was like yeah yeah it, i mean great, i think this film is pretty proof yeah it's, it's a classic film i absolutely love this movie yeah. um and so it is still every bit as good as it always was and i mean i, I mean I, I dread to think how many times i've seen it um you know I don't know as many times as Star Wars, probably not, but certainly lots of times. Um, yeah. And it's still fantastic. And I really enjoyed watching it again. And it, it holds up none. There are some obviously questionable racial stereotypes and that some of the, the sexual politics is, is of its time. But if you can get beyond that and, and you're not supposed to take any of that seriously, then it's still a very, very enjoyable film. And, you know, it's great. Um, and I'm pleased to say, notwithstanding the terrible menu, uh, that it looks and sounds absolutely awesome. I mean, it's not demo worthy, but it's a, it's a John Landis well, it's film. A comedy. <laughs> well, quite, but, and also John Landis never really shot his movies in that way. They were never designed to be, mm. you know, lookers. 
as it were. Um, but it still does look very, very nice. Um, you, you can get lost looking at all the various tweed of the suits and, the, and again, the ties and the shirts and all of that now in 4K looks razor sharp. So you can kind of, you know, look at all of that and have fun with all the old technology that they've got, you know, the old TVs on their desks and all this kind of stuff. Um, uh, but it all looks great. The, the, the colors are fantastic. And obviously it's at Christmas time. You've got the beautiful green of the, the Christmas trees, the reds of the scarf that, um, that, that Lewis wears and some of this, um, Dan Aykroyd's character. Um, you know, all these things. And of course the snow is white and beautiful. Yeah. Lewis. Yeah. And, and obviously that shot of J.B. Lee Curtis, which defined many of our teenage years. Um, mm. so, uh, yeah. And, and, and it, and it all looks exceptional. Um, so it's, it looks great and it also sounds fantastic as well. Obviously up next to Neural X, um, Mozart, the opening kind of movement of Mozart that's on the credits sounds amazing. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's not quite as if you're, you know, in a room with the orchestra, but it still fills the room exactly as you'd want it to. It, it, it sounds great. And for this kind of movie, it's perfect. So, so not quite as transformative as Jewel and Hellraiser, um, in terms of seeing the movie in a new light, but very, very good in and of itself and well worth picking up. Um, and you know, when this hits, Ten, fifteen dollars, you know, uh, you, you pick it up. I mean, it absolutely has to be bought. Is it on Kaleidoscape Deeds? Do you know? I think so. I forget off the top of my head. Um, mm. I think I already have it. I, I'm not. I can't really. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Mm. Um, no. But yeah, it's. It, I, I'm. Pre- it's been out for a little while though, hasn't it? Like uh, over here? No, it's not. It's only come out here uh, last week. I think it was. Oh, it, oh, it may really? have been over there longer. I mean, very often they are, but it's um, yeah, it's only only come out here uh, very very recently. Uh, but it's so good in 4K. Um, I see some of the guys here saying, uh, yeah, it is available in Kaleidoscape on HDR. Nelson says. Um, so oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay, cool. yeah, great. Oh, and and Carl says it's on sale um, via Kaleidoscape as well. So oh, there we nice. go. Okay. There we- oh, well, there we go. But yeah, very, very good indeed. And, uh, I was so pleased with this disc. Um, again, notwithstanding the dreadful menu. Um, oh, well done, Carl. Look at that. Picked it up today. There we go. Good man. Nice. So yeah, definitely recommended. Again, I mean, I've, I've still got so many Christmas movies to go through. I will do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation again. Um, Violent Night is next on my list because I haven't seen that in 4K and Atmos yet. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but so many to see. Dom uh, says in the chat, he goes, 4K, 4K menus on discs are extremely lazy most of the time. DVD menus were much more creative, but I'll take better picture and sound over better menus. And exactly, exactly mm-hmm. it. And the other, the other point I'd say is, um, you're also comparing those menus to the picture and sound that you were dealing with back then. Mm-hmm. It's now it's like they, you know, you can't, yes, yeah, some DVD, some Blu-ray or Blu-rays and 4Ks actually do have really nice menus, but when mm. they don't, it's like, you're not saying don't buy it because of that. No, and no, we're no. also comparing it against far superior content than a DVD was. <laughs> it's mm. like, it, it's yeah. easy to compete with a DVD. You got 480 resolution and you make a nice, you know, make, make mm. a nice uh, menu for it. And you're like, Ooh, look at that. Plus yeah. that I mean, was DVD for a lot of people was your first experience at menus because yeah, oh, you yeah. didn't have a menu on VHS, right? No. So unless you had Laserdisc, most people's first experience with a menu is that was it. 
you know, and it was, so that's, you're going to have that a little bit of nostalgia there too for that and be like, oh, why can't they make this even better now? And like, I mean, they don't do it anything like they did with, uh, which Terminator edition was it where it told you the weather in your area and everything, you know, but you had your, your Blu-ray player had to be connected to the internet and it would, Skynet was telling you everything. That was really cool and interactive. Um, now they're just like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with static menus. I don't mind it, you know, but you want them in focus and you want them to look you yeah. know, sharp. I mean, even if you look at the yeah. dollars around the edges, they're all in focus. And then you just get this right. bizarre, you know, it looks like a yeah. pirate video thing in the middle. Yeah. But, you know, and, and as I said, I couldn't care less about them generally either. Nah. Just, this one stood yeah. out. Um, but um, actually, Jordan, because I think we mentioned this at the time, actually, um, the menu for plane was really cool. That one starts yeah. off as a, as a flight safety video. And it's like, thank yeah. you, boarding plane airlines. Right. And, it, and you get all the stuff. It is fun. It is fun. And, and the best, and the best part is it's like you, you and John, when it's that really nice interactive menu that everybody wants, you and John come on and go, I couldn't get a good picture of the stupid <laughs> interactive menu. <laughs> so you complain yeah. about a nice interactive menu. You complain about just something that you don't even care about anyways. <laughs> you guys are but, just never no. happy. Yeah, the trials and tribulations of a podcaster, you know, they, they can I know. Be us. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh man. So great. All right. Um, what do we, what do we got next here? Oh my, oh my, here we go. Mm. No spoilers, please. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, nope. I'm not doing spoilers for anybody, but <laughs> I am going to, t- I'll tell you right now it's, well, let's, let's bring it up for everybody first. So everybody can see exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, bringing it to the stage. Cause it does say back here, add to the <laughs> stage, coming to the stage. We have the creator. All right. Mm-hmm. The creator X. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it isn't. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to tell you anything about it other than I am literally blown away by the movie. Mm-hmm. If we want to do a chat, if we want to do a takeover Tuesday, I'll take like the first three people and we'll have a sit around table discussion, spoilers, everything. There is so much to this movie story wise. Uh, the home theater experience is, is awesome. Um, it didn't crack. I don't believe it's cracked my top five for the year, but it is a great home theater experience. The sound, the picture, uh, there's a scene with Alice and Janney where a tear is running down her face and it's like, it is so subtle that like literally if, if you're, if your system isn't dialed in right, you might not even see it. It's just, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it's shot so well it in it. I mean, the darks, the shadows, the details, and there's so obviously there's a ton of CGI in this. Um, it's a sci-fi movie, but the story, oh my God, I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I had no idea what this is about. And I had a little bit of misconception of what I thought this movie was going to be. I don't want to tell you what my misconception is because then you'll know like, oh, so it's isn't that. So, okay. But it was absolutely amazing. Uh, I, and I, I kind of want to leave it at that. It's like I came upstairs and Jen doesn't care about spoilers. So she's just like, oh, right, great. She lets me sit there and just talk about it. So that's what we did. Um, <laughs> we went we were, we were, went out that night and we had a long drive on our way out. And we, I was just like, bah, 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 and it was like, so good, so good. Um, 
But here's my another another tweak of the week. Because the creator is in the 276 aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not exactly sure what that means, there you go. Mm-hmm. So those bars I made are for my uh, a standard like 240, 235 min- minimal difference on those two but i put those up and this is what it would look like because it's actually narrower okay so i was like all right maybe i could just pop my bars in and it wouldn't look too bad and what i saw was this with the lights out and i'm like mm, that's not cool because you can see like that's a pretty bright scene there and it's it's kind of blown out on the youtube version but um and i just snapped that quick so my mind went went to work First thing I thought of, back in the closet, I've got a stack of old Brightside Chat (laughs) t-shirts. So turn them inside out and tuck them in the gaps. And that actually worked (laughs) until the last one went in up here. If you're looking on YouTube, up in the top corner, that the last one got placed there. I was able to get this picture, but it wasn't stable enough because that it actually, that last one added too much weight. So it ended up being, you know, cause I'm literally, if you look at the top, you look there, it's like, I'm just stuff it, rolling them up and stuffing them in. And it actually played pretty good. Cause you could see at the bottom there, it's like, you could see a little bit of the screen through it. But when you sat down, it was like, if I had to, I can just puff it up and it would have hidden it fine. Once the lights went out, this is with all the lights on. Right. So that didn't work. So I immediately went to work and, uh, did this the this is what's right behind me here in the theater so needed a little bit of uh little bit of velvet found some velvet tucked it in up top all the way across (laughs) (laughs) grab my trusty staple gun stapled the velvet here to the bottom you'll see down down here pulled it pulled that one down stapled the velvet to the bottom of the screen popped that one up voila 20 minutes later all set ready to go and that's what it looked like from my seat and then what's cool about kaleidoscape you can see it's like so they know that people are using masking all your pause stuff all your menus they always go in between they don't stay up at whatever screen you have. So they always go in between. So you see it. That's what it is right there. Um, Kaleidoscape says it's a 220 aspect ratio, I think, or something like that. But it's not. obvious, Or maybe it said 240. But it de- definitely didn't say 278. So, and I push play. That's the beginning. And my lovely masking worked perfect. So, and it, and it, it made a difference. Nice contrast, beautiful image, as you can see there. Um, yeah. So it was really, really, uh, and that, like I said, that took me like 20 minutes to do. And the whole time I'm like, how am I going to do, can I do this again? So I had to pull it all down obviously afterwards, but next time I watch the movie, I've got that stuff all folded neatly in the corner. I haven't put the t-shirts back neatly, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, highly recommend the creator. Definitely check Mm -hmm. it out. Um, 
Just going to just drop this one at Deej because Ian doesn't normally give us his views. And I saw on Twitter a couple of days ago that he, he put out a tweet saying, is this yep. worth picking up? And I think you responded actually. And, and, uh, and I yes. said, I hadn't seen it and let us know. And he said, Oh, I'll drop into the chat. So, and I said, you know, let us know what you think. So, he, yeah, yeah, so Ian yeah. says, um, I just wanted to let you know my thoughts on the creator. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Movie has some fantastic LFE. I didn't crank mm. the volume as high as I usually do to give my neighbors a break. <laughs> So yeah. this is the this is the digital version as well. This is the the yeah. iTunes version, I think, is what he showed. Um, so yeah, so interesting that there's a lot of LFE even on that, um, which yeah. which is you know interesting. Um, is this the elevator pitch? Travis uh, Travis says in the chat, yeah, the the golden child. Um, kind <laughs> of, I I think, yeah, it, I would say the the problem with that is the golden child kind of brings your perception down a little bit, and there there's a ton to talk about in there. It's like, uh, you know, there so many topical subjects were hit in this movie. It's topical of like, in it, and it's not even just like in this generation. It's uh, you could have you could make this movie at any time and be like. Yep, that's topical. You know, 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 40 years from now, uh, there's so much to talk about with this. Um, it, and it was, it, it's just such a, but the home theater side of it, yes, the LFE is amazing. Mm -hmm. The, the pan, there's pans, there's, you know, everything moving around your room. Absolutely amazing. Um, definitely. Um, it, tell me just, this. I would say, and, I didn't see it. I didn't see it streaming, but I, knowing what I know, it's, it's just more dynamic. It's got to be more dynamic physically, but. So, so tell me this then, Deej, I mean, obviously, is this one like, um, Dial of Density and Maverick that would be worth getting it? Cause we don't get the 4K disc till January, mid January. I think we get it here. Um, would it be worth buying the digital version for 11.99 to, uh, to see it early or, or not? I wouldn't say not like we did with Maverick. Right. Like what we did with Maverick was it was just so iconic. Right. And the difference was so glaring. Whereas this movie, I feel like there is, there is a difference. And I, like I said, I haven't experienced the stream yet, but just knowing what I know. But I also know the movie itself is so dynamic that it plays well streaming. Okay. Mm. Um, I don't think, as like Ian said, I don't think you would be disappointed if you, if you watched it streaming and, you know, you, you, cause you don't know the difference yet, right? Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it might save you some money because maybe it doesn't speak to you like it spoke to me, right? And, mm -hmm. and then you'd be like, well, I don't know what DJ is talking about, but now you only spent 11 bucks. And, but I think that when you're done with it, you'll be like, all right, I, yeah, I got to get that in 4K. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't yeah. give you a guarantee like like we all did oh, yeah, with no. Maverick and dial a density <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's like, I think if you liked it, you would definitely be buying it and you would, you would experience the bump in, in sound. Um, hmm. Picture might be minimal. It's not like the picture didn't blow me away, but there's, I got to imagine that when you bump up, you know, on physical media with the picture and this and the, all the detail that you do get to see, um, there's going to be a slight bump to that. Um, mm. but definitely, as we always say, it's usually the sound is the biggest thing. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I am curious when yeah. Ian put that up and, uh, and I'd seen that you'd seen mm. it and, and liked it. 
Um, I was seriously considering that. If I didn't have a pile of stuff here to watch um, that I haven't got to yet. But I am very curious by this. Um, I'm not going to tell tales out of school, but someone in the chat um, had had seen it early um, and was was kind of put me off it um, prior to prior to its release um, and had some interesting. It is Paul. It could be polarizing. It could Mm. be polarizing. Like you might like it spoke to me in a certain way. Like, and that's why I loved it. I love to get somebody on that didn't like it. Right. And talk Mm -hmm. to them as well. So like, that's why I said, like, get four people on and talk spoilers, talk this, like, what didn't you like about it? Um, I think everybody would agree the home theater side of it is really good, but maybe Mm -hmm. you don't like it and you don't like the idea of it, but those are the fun conversations because Mm -hmm. like, there's reasons that it spoke. Like I was like, Oh my God. And I love how things play out. And, and we do that all the time. You know, so, Mm. and it's, you know, same as like you and I just going back to Invisible Man. It's like, ah, I didn't like it. And then you're like, oh, we have a conversation. I'm like, that's an amazing movie, you know? (laughs) So, um, but yeah. Ian Ian said, so he'd definitely be adding the 4K release to his collection. Um, Yeah, no, I am intrigued. But as I said, I I mean, the person that I'm referring to, and you know who I'm referring to, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the person who I'm referring to also had some very interesting behind the scenes stuff as well. And I think that kind of filtered into it, but I do, I do intend to see it. I'll either get yeah. the digital version and see, or I'll just wait and I'll buy the 4k disc, but I, I yeah. am very intrigued by this. And I like, and you know me, I mean, I like the, the visual side of it as well. And whatever yeah. else the story is, I, I understand the visuals are fantastic. Um, and Gareth Edwards directed it, of course, famously mm. shot the movie and then just added in all the effects afterwards with a you know almost like from his bedroom as i understand it um yeah. and all kind of just done in a you know in a very low-key way but but you know meant they could put all that money on the screen so yeah i'm I am, i'm very curious by it um so and getting more intrigued by all these comments as well <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's really cool really cool fun great uh conversation piece for sure mm. so um let's see what do we got coming up next i gotta fast forward there to your oh there we go oh yeah Oh, yeah. You ready for this? Yeah, this should stimulate some discussion. (laughs) Okay, so um, now, have you seen this, Deej? Yes. That's, um, oh, who's that right there on screen? That's um, uh, Clive Owen. Clive Clive Owen. Owen. Yeah. Yeah. You said Clive. I was almost going to say Clive, but Clive Clive Owen. (laughs) I don't remember. I know I've seen it. I love Clive Owen, but I Mm. I'm I'm trying to I don't even remember it. When you start talking about it, I'll be like, Oh yeah, 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 I know that one. Yeah. Um, but I do okay. remember seeing it. I just don't okay, remember. Good. The movie. I wasn't sure if you had. Yeah. So this is so those listening rather than watching on YouTube, this is Children of Men on uh Blu-ray. It's only ten eighty P um and it's in uh five point one DTS H D M A, although as we always say, up mixed to neural X. And I picked this kind of as a bit of a random rewatch. I've seen it many times, but I've not seen it for a while. Um, and this is directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who of course directed gravity and famous for long takes and of single, um, shots that are, that are stitched together. Um, and children of men is it? Yeah. It's, it's about a future London, future England where it, it, a, a, a very right wing authoritarian government have come in. And for reasons that are never explored deliberately. So, um, mankind have stopped making babies. 
So everybody is getting older and there are no, no, um, babies being born. And, and the youngest person in the world as the movie begins is aged 18 and dies. Um, and so what happens is, um, into the main character's life comes a pregnant female and he is given the task of trying to get her to the coast where people may or may not be waiting to help her. Um, and it's a very bleak, very, very dystopian uh, view of England. Some might say we're well on our way there, but we're not going to bring politics into it. <laughs> um, so I picked this kind of randomly to watch it, and and I did, and and I love this film. I think this film is fantastic. It is it is intelligent science fiction. I would call it. Um, I don't know if it necessarily mm. is sci-fi, but I think of it that way. Um, and it mm. is it's intelligent stuff. It's a riveting story, um, and it's great home theatre. Um, and that's kind of, it's, it's this lovely mix. It's not quite as showy as gravity, um, but nothing is, but it's got some incredible stuff to it. Um, and it, and it starts at the very beginning. Funnily enough, that's a shot from what near the beginning where he goes into a coffee shop, buys a coffee. And as he walks out, there is then an explosion. And the base on that is so deep that just rattles the whole room. Um, so yeah, it's a very, very good story. The disc still holds up. It still looks and sounds amazing. I do wish they'd do a 4K version of it. And sooner or later, they might do. Um, but uh, it's a universal release, so that would be nice. Um, and if they did this in DTSX, it would be absolutely stunning. Um, but, you know, as it is, it's still very, very good um, and well worth seeing. Um, and there are – you've got a – you've got um, – uh, a lovely extended action sequence where you've got people with guns chasing a, a car that's being pushed down the road, um, an attack on a car. It's all done in one shot. Is the well, one shot is the camera sort of <laughs> goes in and out of the vehicle and it moves around and it's all done in in a one uh, one take apparently. Um, and then you get towards the end a nice Saving Private Ryan esque attack on a city mm. scape, and then again the camera is going. It's all in one with mm. tanks stuff guns going off people are screaming there's blood hitting the lens and then magically disappearing um it's really really good holds up so well and if you haven't seen it in a while dj and i'd be surprised you've probably got the blu-ray somewhere but if you haven't seen it in a while or if it's on kaleidoscape and i imagine it would be deep, yeah. you know dirt cheap this is well worth revisiting and i was going to say to john about it because john's an anglophile and i was going to say to john you know if you haven't seen it john see it so if you're listening john <laughs> see it yeah um and because i'll be curious to see kind of what you guys make of it not having seen it for a while and having both recently watched gravity to see kind of what you make of this because it's it is fantastic it really is um oh and eddie says only 1080p in kaleidoscape yeah, 1080p which is not surprising yeah. but still it holds up very very well um so yeah i recommend this it's um it's really really good um oh 15 yep. bucks on kaleidoscape cool, that's a bit expensive Bear in mind how old it is, but yeah. it's well worth yeah. it. Um, and it'd look amazing on the bigger screen. So yeah, definitely recommend this. And, uh, yeah, I had a great time revisiting it, albeit it is very, very, very bleak indeed. Oh, look at that. John C. Right. So John said, this is one of my films. I was doing this at the same time as Casino Royal. Is that some different oh, version wow. of Casino Royale, John? <laughs> yeah. um, this is a spin-off casino royal totally different um i thought this might be john i thought it might be something that you'd be you know linked to but uh, such a good movie um yeah. and and very well yeah, done 2006 as well. yeah yeah so six i just i just pulled it oh yeah yeah it's but um it's i like i don't think i've seen it since 2006 because it is like that oh, it man. is so bleak that you're like yeah. but it is a good movie like you said and you're like mm. um what was the one it kind of reminded me in a different way mm. um 
the Charlie Theron movie, um, based on the comic book, and it's kind of the same idea. Uh, John and I talked about it a few years ago during oh, yeah. COVID, uh, and they they had literally like the whole planet they couldn't um you could they couldn't reproduce anymore because of a virus had gone through the planet and it's oh my god I love the movie too but it's that yeah. same old that same idea like apocalyptic mm. type tale <laughs> you're like oh no um, <laughs> good for and this is a more realistic version. Yeah, well, quite. Yeah. It's it's really. I mean, Michael Caine's in this as well. You know, there's people that you forget about Peter Mullins in it, who's, who's really, really good in it. That, yeah, Peter Mullins, um, who's got a you know small role in it, but he's very, very good. Um, and as I said, Eon Flux. There you go, Deej. Eon Flux. Hey, there we go. Eon Flux. Jordan. Love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's um, a good movie. So it's it's uh, so yeah, I I do recommend this. I mean, it's well worth revisiting. Deej, we haven't seen it since 2006. Again, yeah. because it is a lot of discussion to be had, but for home theater, you'll just be like, yeah. Oh my god, and then this happened, and then yeah. that happened, and it all you know, it's it's got the the same sonic uh creativity of of gravity, but obviously, they had to be much more creative on this because of the budget. Um, but it's got that same kind of oral tricks of, of the camera as it moves, everything moves mm. with that camera. So when there's attack on a, on a car and you've got a, there's a Molotov cocktail thrown and then, you know, the camera moves around within the vehicle and, and it all moves with it. So it's very, very well done. Um, oh, here we go. Say again. Yeah, there you go. Well, that makes sense. Then. So yes, yeah, so we've got, um, mix the same time as casino, 24 hour days. No comment as to why then Alfonso would sleep at the back of the mixing theater while we worked on casino. <laughs> but you can see nice. why, because the, I mean, it's so well done. Um, that, uh, you know, it, 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 it does stand out even after all this time. So yeah, I really recommend it. So I had a great time watching it, notwithstanding the bleakness of the subject matter and the day to day stuff the bleakness of the exactly. news um but yeah really really good <laughs> cool nice oh yeah thanks john that for that mate. That, that's awesome i will yeah. be asking you more about that john in in some some point in the future <laughs> yeah. uh stacy mm. can uh new stacy are can. they new stacy yeah, I, I think so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah are they new uh welcome i think so. you're new yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If it, yeah uh it says uh didn't love creator uh watched on kaleidoscape the picture was disappointing disappointing very grainy grain has its place but not my preference for a sci-fi editing timelines were messy pacing of third act was a rush uh yeah uh, i agree on that it did have some grain to it you're right um I was just so into it. I didn't, it, I didn't feel like any of that took away from it on me. Um, but yeah, it's, it, and like I said, this isn't one, I thought the picture, the details that you did get, I thought were nice. I thought the black levels were nice when you needed them to be. Um, I thought the sound was kind of the real winner in this as opposed to the picture. And that's why I was like, eh, it's, I think if you can see it on streaming, you'll definitely get an improvement if you buy the physical later. But it is like, you know, Stacy didn't love it and that that's fine, but it is I think it is kind of a polarizing type type of a movie. Um maybe not super polarizing, not like you love it or hate it, but you might not like I really really love this movie. So and but it's, you know, but that's not for everybody. So but home theater wise, it's definitely. I think it's pretty good. Look at this, um, <laughs> John. Glad you like the explosion. Push that in the uh, next, wake up, Alfonso. <laughs> nice, John. Go. Remind me when we meet, John. Remind me to ask you about that. I want lots more information about children and men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. 
we're getting to oh mm. boy now have you even seen this yet steve no it's coming tomorrow oh. it's coming tomorrow oh yeah boy, here we go but i'm All a little right. bit worried Beach. i am worried but why well because what? one of the reviewers on twitter today uh actually i think it was jeff at hd report i think it was jeff i'm apologies jeff if it's not you forgive me but someone mm-hmm. said it's a sub killer and so if it's if it's oh. another overpowering mix like halloween ends no, it's that not that will bad. affect my enjoyment. Oh, well, good. Oh, thank goodness for that. No, 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 good, no, no. Good. It is. Oh, I relax. did. All right. So let me, let me just tell everybody. We're talking Oppenheimer. Uh, John Thompson in the chat. Get ready. Here we go, buddy. Um, Eddie's saying no spoilers. Of course. I mean, it's historical. So I'm not going to spoil that. Um, it's a bummer. Yeah. But not like you would think. Like I told you before, I've had people come up to me and go, I know there were going to be more explosions. No, it's not an action it's movie. Kind of film. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this on disc yet. I've seen it streaming. I have seen it once. I've seen it once completely through on Kaleidoscape. Uh, and it is a 220 aspect ratio. And the stream is also a 220 aspect ratio. The disc is 220 and then the 178. So it jumps, uh, you know, so you'll get your full screen on there. And I'll uh, just, yeah, so... Obviously, I saw it. I started last night at midnight um, because it dropped phys- it dropped on the stream, and I start. I took in all the extras, so I was up until about two in the morning messing around with it. But I didn't really want to watch it until I had the opportunity to get. And I kept checking my collider. I'm like, nope, nope, it's not available. It's downloaded, <laughs> but they didn't tag it. Like, letting me tag you're in. I didn't get that while I was up at two. Uh, so I got up early this morning and watched it on Kaleidoscape and then went back and started watching it like back and forth between the two. Um, I think one of the things that Christopher Nolan did here, obviously on purpose, but it also kind of worked out with his contract and everything, but it's, um, I was watching um, one of Shane Lee's videos uh, last week and he said he was talking about like, oh, people talk about physical media. They love physical media, but then they'll t- the same person will tell you they're waiting for the sale. And he's like, you're killing physical media if you're waiting for the sale because they're going to, you know what I mean? You got to put your money where your mouth is. So you say that, but then Christopher Nolan does this and he basically does, tells you like, get the physical. And I'm telling you the same thing. It's like, I did both here. I'm telling you not to get the physical because the picture is I want to say night and day, but I don't want to be, you know, hyperbolic or whatever you say, (laughs) but I noticed right away going back and forth that I was like, wow, the, the picture is it's the brights and they do mean a lot. And again, I haven't seen the variable aspect ratio yet, but the brights on this are so important. And it's like, it's overwhelming when you watch it the disc at first and you're like, Oh my God, there's like the windows in the background because they're trying to get the light on the characters and especially in the black and white scenes. And it's with, it's just all the way through this movie. I'd seen it three times in the theater, not as many times as John in the chat has, but <laughs> Chris Nolan has seen it as many times as John many times as John has. Yeah. And I, it's, I can watch this. I cannot wait. The disc is probably waiting for waiting for me upstairs, and I can't. I'm skating tonight, so I can't watch it tonight. But 
I'm going to go back through with the variable aspect ratio and experience it all over again. And I'll tell you all about it again next week. But I'm telling you, it's this to me, this is my movie of the year. Nothing's going to beat this in the next five weeks. Um, home theater wise, it's my movie of the year. It's my movie of the year for the movie of the, blah, 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 the movie of the year. There you go. Evil dead rise. <laughs> um, it is, it, it is stunning from beginning to end. Uh, audio wise, there is a scene. I won't tell you where it is in the movie, but there is a scene that when you get to it, uh, you'll know, um, maybe you'll know what I'm talking about. If you have a decent sub setup, I texted Todd, uh, base hunters, Todd, right. Mm -hmm. And he's installing the infrasonic fairly soon. And I said to him, I, I, I'll read you the, I won't read it, but I basically said to him, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy, but, uh, I'm inviting myself to your house cause I'm coming down and he, he lives like five, six hours away. I'm like, I'm coming down to see this scene. It was a sub, you know, infrasonic sub because even in my room and it's all the way through this movie, it's not a base killer. Like Halloween ends it's, was it's, it's more of like how they just, the pacing of this movie, how it, it just not just the base either the use of the overheads the use of the score throughout this movie and then there's there's one particular scene where the movie is like it, like this you hear the score playing but then there's also this ticking going on and it's it's not really a like a clock ticking like a tick, 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 tick. it's almost more like a crunch and it's going over overhead but it's overhead towards the middle of the room like middle off the front wall towards you and it's all to set, it all just sets the tension because this movie from beginning to end is super tense. You're just like, oh, I, I mean, I saw it when I saw it in the theater with my, uh, my son and my son-in-law, the first thing my son said was like, it was three hours long, but it felt like it was like an hour 45 because you're just on the edge of your seat. And it's the way they, not just the editing of it, but the sound of it, it just got you like, you're just riveted to the screen. You're just like, what the, and it's, and now in our theaters, in the intimate environment of our theaters and getting to these sounds just are so discreet to us. Absolutely amazing. This, mm. and it's such a poignant film to begin with. And it's, you know, pick a side, do whatever you want to do. But there's, again, I think like the creator, there's, there's topics to be discussed here. There's, there's just so much to this movie, but the, it, but the home theater side of it, there is just so much to this movie. And like you said, with that bass and stuff, and it's not just the explosions. Um, mm. And there are explosions in the movie, but it's also Christopher Nolan's use of how this movie has sound all the way through. But then when he takes the sound away, pay attention to that. And it's just, mm. it, it just makes everything just pop. Right. And it's just like how he took the color away in parts of the movie. And we went black and white, literally had to Kodak had to invent black and white IMAX film for this movie. Uh, that was in one of the special features. Um, and it, it means something and, and how it's, it's just absolutely amazing. And like I said, it's, yep. Eddie in the chat, it was a 91 gigabyte download, um, which, and it's also universal putting it out at a hundred gigabyte down hundred gigabyte disc. So everybody's covered there. Um, it's, it's just an absolute treat 
um, sonically and visually. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a sub killer. It is full on. It's like, but it's like, it's just that you'll get that at times. Oh, that's But then the, the, the punches that you get too, and they're not overbearing. They're not like Lucy, like, like your whole room's going to vibrate, but there are parts and it, it it bears multiple viewings so that you even understand what sounds you're hearing because there's sounds coming early in the movie that you don't even know what they mean yet until you see it a second or third time. And it's because of the timelines. It's, I don't want to say it's Pulp Fiction-esque, but it's like different parts of history. You're going back and forth in the movie. So like it's the sound means something that you're hearing, but it's just an undertone. And with all of that said, in all of the stuff that goes on with Christopher Nolan movies, the dialogue is just like spot on. You're like, you don't miss a word. It's just dead on. And they talk about that in the, um, there was one of the characters, I forget who it was, who the actor was, but it was the first time he was on set with an IMAX camera and they were in like kind of a, they were in a room, almost like a, not a court, maybe it was a courtroom or that type of a setting, right? And he's supposed to be at a desk and he's like, all of a sudden the camera is, goes on and he goes, <laughs> like, he's like, what the, he goes, I think that thing's broken. He'd never heard one. And he's like, and he goes, and Chris just looked at me, you know, they all call him Chris. He goes, Chris looked at me and he goes, just go, go, you're good. (laughs) But they, so like, they even say that in the, in the specials, like the dialogue, you can barely use it when you're shooting with IMAX. So they've shot these things with, you know, in the, was it 35 minutes? I forget. You know, John will know, but whatever it was, they did the heavy dialogue in that, but I didn't miss. And that's what was so fun. Having already seen the movie, watched all as many of the specials as I could. Yeah. All the specials from the digital version, it's on iTunes, watched all of those. And now you're seeing them play out in the movie. And I was like, I was expecting maybe to lose a little bit of dialogue on some of the scenes. Nope. It was just beautiful, beautiful. And then also highly recommend the special features because you see how they have to shoot at, like with the IMAX cameras and the depth of field. And like I said earlier, I mean, how perfect is it that I'm talking this week about my glasses and being able to see the difference. And that's what those cameras are about. It's like they get that camera and they show one scene where the, um, uh, what's his name? Oppenheimer. See, I'm so excited. I forget these things. <laughs> but anyways, he's playing Oppenheimer. He's at a desk and he's talking and the yeah, camera's Murphy. literally like this mm-hmm. in his face. And he's got to do the acting like that. And he's got to act it all out. And it's just, you see the camera, like they, they're filming it for the extras, but it's way behind. But you see like there's a camera right in his face and he's got to act. And when you see it in the movie, you're like, how did he even act normal on that one? That was ridiculous. But it's, it, it, but they even tell you like the depth of field that you get because of like, it's like two, I think two inches is the depth of field on that particular lens they were talking about. So like the nose is in focus, but his eye isn't and it goes back and forth and you and you get all that. You see all that. And the, there, there was one part, um, they're in a hallway, they're talking and the, because of the lens they're using, whatever. And the focus is on, he's in focus Oppenheimer himself. He's in focus and just because of the way the scene plays out, the wall on the left side of your screen, and it's carpeted. It's like a, you know, 
it's whatever, but it's a car. And you can see the texture because it's perfectly in focus. But then it goes out of focus into the people that are standing next to him. Then it comes back around and now you're in focus on Oppenheimer. It's just like, it, it's awesome. Awesome. Mm. Awesome stuff. So, um, yeah, Killian Murphy. Yeah, Sam just, mm. it, it, he was, he's amazing in it. Um, mm. Robert Downey Jr., absolutely amazing in it. Um, what's, uh, who's, uh, he was in Sol. He played Sol- Han Solo. He was in Solo. Right? Harrison Ford. Oh no! You mean, oh no! Aldrin uh, Aaron Reich. Aldrin yeah. Aaron Reich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in it in one of the behind the scenes things. You know, they're sitting there and they're not even in costume or anything. They're just doing the extras. And he's sitting there and he looks at the camera and he goes, it was just amazing. And he, now this is him. I'm, I'm kind of quoting, paraphrasing him. He's like, it was just amazing to be in the room. You're lucky. You're, I, I just felt lucky to be in the room. This all star cast you're with. And he names all the people like Matt, Matt Damon and Matt and, you know, Killian Murphy and, um, just go through the list, right? All star cast. And then he just looks at the camera and he goes, it's just so great to not have to F and lie about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like when they do movies like this, they're like, it was so great working with these people. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, yeah. but he was just so happy. He goes, it's so great. I don't have to F and lie about this. Like it was, <laughs> it was so awesome. So, um, but yeah. And oh, one of the other specials, um, they do, uh, the Oval Office. So mm-hmm. they had to make the Oval Office, but because of, uh, who played Truman in this again, my mind's gone. Big actor played Truman, and because of his schedule, he could only come in at a certain time, and he was only there for like I think it was like twenty four hours, right? So they're like, "We got to do this," and they're like, "All right, you got like five days to build the Oldville office, and just watch that." Spe- Gary Oldman, thanks, Tom. Um, so it's great having a chat. I don't need a brain. I got a mm. I, I got mm. a smartphone, and I got smart listeners. That's all I need. Um, yeah. So Gary Oldman. <laughs> Anyways, his schedule, he could only be there for this window. And they find out later and they're like, okay, here you go. And the props department, for all intents and purposes, right? They had to build the Oval Office. Check that out on the iTunes special. It's, I'm sure it's on the disc too. Check that out on what they had to do. And then they show you the scene. And when you see the scene, they're like, they're filming the scene. And you could, it still smelled like wet paint. <laughs> so awesome, awesome <laughs> stuff. So, um, are you going to see it? Soon? Think with something like that. Bear in mind, the the Oval Office has been built for so many different productions over the years. I mean, John might yeah. be able to help us with this. Do you think somewhere, Steve? In, don't in the studio, don't spoil it. Blue- Watch the special. Come back to me with what you're about to say. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. It's all answered. You'll see. Oh, did, oh, okay. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why I don't want to tell everybody. Yeah. I'm like, see it. It's like we got to build an Oval Office, but they have five days to do it, and it was hmm. that is part of the thing. It's been built before. How do we get it? Where do we get it? What do we got to do? So they're like, all right, yeah, we could ship you that in a couple of weeks. No, I, I got five days. <laughs> yeah, so they got it done though. And you got to see, you got, it, it's pretty, what I want to know is like, that's how big Gary Oldman is. That's how big these characters, and it's like, we've got a small schedule and not just how big Gary Oldman is, but the idea that Christopher Nolan's like, no, that that's my Truman. So get in, and we just found out he can only be here for this. Get that done. And everybody went, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, okay, Chris, <laughs> whatever you say, Chris. So yeah, it was really, really cool. Mm. So much stuff. And and again, just like any of that specials, 
special edition stuff or any of the extras. He Christopher Nolan is another one, one of those artists that they have something up here and come hell or high water, it's getting out. You know, but and they do say that in the special edition, like he knows what he wants, but he's also open to how can we get this done? And that's how they did mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. And definitely watch the special after after you watch the movie. Watch, I forget the title of it, but there's one. It's only like I think it's like nine minutes, maybe, and they show you how they did like the pra- it's all practical effects. There's no CGI. Mm-hmm. They did it all practical effects and how they did it, how they came up with it. It was really cool. It's kind of like old school filmmaking. Like we want this effect. How do we get that? We're like, mm, okay, spin a glow stick around. I don't know. So it's pretty cool. So, um. Well, yeah, I will have it this I'll have tomorrow. more next week. Y'all, are you going to have I, it for next will, week? Yeah, I'll have it tomorrow. Um, but I'm not I'm hand on heart whether I'm going to get three hours right. free to watch it. I don't know. And I do want to do it in one. This is not one yeah, of the yeah. reasons I want to watch in bits. I need to, to mm-hmm. block out three hours, and that's tricky. But I will yeah. see what I can do because I, you know, I have waited for this. Um, and I, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing it. So, yeah, more next week. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about this. I'll I'll definitely be talking about it again next week with the aspect ratios. Mm-hmm. Um I've I've seen a few people uh comment on on Twitter that it's awesome in the aspect. And I was really ho- I was watching my my Amazon. I had tried to actually go out and get it today, but it was sold out everywhere or they didn't carry it or whatever. So uh, okay. I was going to buy it a third time just to, mm-hmm. so I could have seen it before before now, but hey, gives me something to another reason to watch it again. So, all right. Um, oh yeah. So we'll, we'll wrap up quickly. Uh, this is one we will definitely talk about with John when he Mm. comes back, but, uh, we just thought we, I mean, how do you not mention, um, pretty, pretty big, pretty big event for Apple Mm TV. So we're talking Monarch legacy of monsters. The first two episodes, episodes one and two, obviously and uh, uh what'd you think um <laughs> I, now not I'm, as excited I, as i was about oppenheimer <laughs> no no definitely not no I, now bear in mind i loved I, i'm a big fan of godzilla movies i'm the guy that likes the 1998 godzilla that's how low my uh my threshold for godzilla films yeah. is i always rather like that film i mean it's cheesy and rubbish but i really like it yeah um and and the monster verse that the that, that legendary have created here in terms of godzilla 2013 um plus obviously kong skull island king of monsters godzilla versus kong um uh, you know i love all of those films i really like them and, and 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 enjoy them so i had very 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 high hopes for this and i was really looking forward to it and when it dropped on friday that never goes well <laughs> well no and i had the day off on friday and i thought oh now is my hmm. chance. A rare day off. I've got the day to myself. I'm going to get into the cinema room, lock the door, and just uh, not literally, um, and then just give you know see both episodes back to back. It's Kurt Russell. It's Wyatt Russell. This is going to be great. <sighs> and then I watched it. Um, now, I, and as I was watching it, I thought to myself a couple of things. One, I was remembering John's words um, and his sage advice and counsel about this and and he said which is the the cliche when it comes to all godzilla movies and that kind of stuff is the least interesting part of any of these these movies are the human characters 
And as I was watching, I'm thinking, yeah. And someone thought, I'm going to make a, a Godzilla TV show or with all these different creatures in it. Mm-hmm. We'll just make it about the people. Um, and yeah. so that, that was a problem. Um, one. And then two, my thought was it would be nice if in this Monarch Legacy of Monsters movie that there'd be monsters occasionally would be nice. And it didn't really seem to be other than right at the very beginning, a bit of rehash footage from Godzilla 2013 and then a ludicrously silly bat thing at the end, uh, which looked a bit jeepers creepers to me. Um, I was distinctly underwhelmed. I'm sorry to say with the story. Um, I, I think it, it was, I mean, I don't care about the mystery. I, I found that the, the time changing irritating. Um, and I was not quite bored but on my way to being bored. Um, and really? so I'm hoping, but I'm, I'm not off this yet because only two episodes and there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's more to come. Yeah. And I'm hoping that, you know, it, it's going to develop and it's going to become something better. At the moment, it's a bit dull for me. Um, and even with Kurt Russell, by the way, he's supposed to be 91 in this. Um, based okay. on the timeline, he's supposed to be 91. Does he look 91? Not in this. I don't know what that's all about. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I I didn't do the math, um, but all right. Before yeah, I, I okay, we got Van Van Gogh. Monarch is good and well mm-hmm. done. Uh, Jordan, uh, I've really enjoyed Monarch so far. I'm excited to see the rest of the series. Hmm. Uh, let's see. I this is Eddie. I agree with Steve. Monarch is a little slow. Hmm. Um, and uh, Eddie also says I was excited for it and I was disappointed. Boring. Um, so various, various, Mm. you know, takes. Mm. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. And what I would say to you is, and and Steve, and if like, yes, it is relatively slow. I didn't think it was wicked Mm. slow, but I relatively slow, especially if you're looking forward to, you know, a Godzilla movie or something of that nature, right? Where you're like, Hmm, Mm. it's all about the action. And like, John's right. It's like the typical, Godzilla movies or any of these movies, it's all about the creature. It's not really, but you know, the people are periphery. So yeah, I'm enjoying the backstory to all this. Right. Mm. So it's like, this is like, imagine if the God, there was a Godzilla novel written in like 1820 and they made all the movies about it and they just did all of the, the Godzilla part. And you'd be like, man, why aren't they giving us the backstory? But now we're going in reverse and I'm, mm. I'm in for that and I'm fine with that. It's like, if they just kept doing the same old thing, what are you going to do? Have Godzilla just stomping around again? We've seen all that. And now we want to know how this happened. Maybe this is how it all woken up. It, he got woken up and all that. I mean, we've seen mm. bits of it in the chat, but not the chat. I'm sorry. In the, in the movies, mm-hmm. but it's to me the story. And I do think as a home theater experience for Apple TV plus, it's like just dead on. I mean, the picture mm. looks great. I think there is, I mean, there's that, the, the monster scenes, definitely your room comes alive. Um, you would be hard pressed to tell the difference between this and like the Godzilla scene in the movie. And mm. I, I had imagined that if you froze it and went back to the movie, you'd be like, okay, kind of like I was with the Continental. And you're like, wow, this looks so good. And then you go and put on John Wick and you're like, Oh, it don't look that good. (laughs) You're like how crisp a disc looks, right? Mm -hmm. So, but when you're watching this two episodes back to back, I was so disappointed. I thought, because when you go to do it, you'll see three there. 
but I hadn't read underneath the third one. It's like, yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. It's coming tomorrow as we record this. So I'm loving it. And I, I love the story. I love the backstory. It's got just enough action to make it a Godzilla story. Um, just enough, like you said. <clears throat> yeah. But, but yeah, I just, I mean, what did you, I know you wanted more, you wanted more action, mm. but I think for yeah. the first two episodes it, of it, it is a little slow, but that's, that's the point in my opinion. Yeah. That's the point I mean, it, it. it's, it, like, it, it's why, it's why I think they, they released two episodes. I, I, I'm convinced that the reason they do two is because the first one's a bit slower and they're hoping that two of them will, will, will establish more of the story. Um, and I, yeah. I wanted to like it more. I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is one of my favorite actors. Um, and he can generally do no wrong for me. I could watch him read the phone book generally, but again, he's yeah. absent from episode one pretty much. Yeah. He's, he's only in like two. the what? The last. 15 yeah. minutes of yeah. the last Hopefully episode. It'll pick up. Yeah. Clearly he's in it more because from that yeah. feature, um, you know, and, and it may be that it, that it, that it does pay, pick up speed, but from those first two episodes, as a big fan of monster anything, you know, you show me a creature feature mm. as we well established in the past year that I've been on this show, you know, creature features are my bag. They are my, my, the, that will drag me to just about anything. And yet it's odd that they then for the first two episodes just produce of a monster series, then barely show you it. And what they do show you is recycled from something you've already seen. So, yeah. so it's, it, it's just a bit strange, but I'm, I'm still here for it. I'm not checked out of it. I think if the next two episodes are like that, then I, I might end it there, but I don't think they will be. Um, and we've seen from the trailers, there are more monsters to come and there's more Godzilla and, you know, he's going to be there, um, which, which will be great. And it might be that therefore then, then the, the, the slow build is worth it. Um, yeah. From those first two, when I ended that on Friday, I was thinking, Oh, what, you know, I'm, uh, okay. Um, and then moved on to something else. I think that might have been when I watched Hellraiser. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, hopefully it'll be something decent and it'll, it'll build, but you know, we'll see. And Kurt Russell generally, I trust. Um, and Wyatt Russell's good as well. I mean, is, is, you know, he, he was great, great. overlord and he was, um, and he, you know, he was fun as Captain America in, you know, uh, yeah, he was, he, you know, Falcon played Winston, a great, he was quite good in jerk. that. Well, yeah, yeah, he, he is good. And he does what I think is funny about this though. And I was thinking as I was watching it, has a son ever played in real life, ever played the same role as his father? It doesn't have to be I in the thought, same series. Has it happened before? I thought there was, I thought there was something even recently too, where they did it. Um, oh, was but it I'm Colin not Hanks? sure. Did Colin I'm, Hanks not played Tom? Play the same character I, that Tom maybe. played as a, I think they might have, but done, I, but he's doing an impression here. Wyatt Russell is doing an impression of his Isn't dad. it great? It's that's, and it is fun to watch. Yeah. That is, yeah, fun. It, it's, and it, and it, and that's one of the things that I've always liked about Kurt Russell too, is that he's like that sarcasm. Right. And you yeah. get that. It's like he's just the no guff sarcasm type person that you just, and then now you have, you know, Wyatt doing the same thing. It's like, he, maybe he didn't, he isn't as sarcastic as his dad in real life, but how do I play my mm. dad? Just get sarcastic and you'll be like, you'll nail it, you know? Mm. And, um, yeah. Oh yeah. Will Smith and his son in the, yeah, but they uh, weren't playing the, the same role though, were they? They were, they were opposite one another, but they weren't playing the same role. Whereas I think Colin Hanks maybe. was playing young Tom Hanks. Yeah. So they, so, so I think Will Smith in yes. After Earth, they're not the same character. They are yeah. different characters just playing in a movie together. John Whereas, is saying, whoops, it moved. Tom yeah, Hanks. So Tom Hanks yeah. So Colin played a young Tom Hanks 
in the same movie. Yeah. So they were, he was the younger character, I think. Man called Otto. Oh, there we go. Um, there we go. I, I thought it was another one as well, to be honest, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, he's clear in this. Wyatt Russell is doing his dad. He is doing, it yeah. sounds like him. He, he's got the same mannerisms. And of course, he's seen him all his life. So I did like that. That was <sighs> fun. And it felt a bit like Jack Burton at some point. It felt a little bit like Wyatt Russell is doing his dad, doing Jack Burton. Um, you know, yeah. big trouble in little China. And, and, and I, and that was fun. And I was enjoying that as a big fan of Kurt Russell. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, that was the fun bit, but that's not enough to sustain a thing. Oh, and the other bit was the main, the main character, Kate, is it? I think it is. I was sort of watching her and thinking, I've seen her before somewhere. Where have I seen her before? Mm. And then I realized that uh, she was in a far better film, which is Ninja Assassin, which is absolutely awesome. Um, and she's in that. And I knew I re- remembered her from that. I've seen that film more times than is decent. Um, and so she's in that and she's a Kiwi, by the way. So, you know, obviously she's, oh, there you go. (laughs) But it just needed, it needs more, more monsters, please. In our legacy of monsters series. (laughs) We'll talk about it next week. I'm sure John will check out episode three. I'll check out episode three. Yeah. 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 I will do. I mean, I'll, I'll give it a go. Definitely. I'm not, I'm not finished with it yet. Yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're so temperament. It's like, it's so funny. (laughs) It's like you're, you're so smart and then they bring some, you know, brains and thought to something. You're like, don't give me that. I just want a big green monster stomping on Tokyo. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's like, what happened? <laughs> and everything well, else. And I'm speak. like, <laughs> I need, I need the chat to be smart for me. I need my phone to be smart for me. I need you to be smart for me. And then I go and see Monarch and I get to pretend that I'm smart and go, this is a, <laughs> uh, a thinker. <laughs> oh man. Um, we call it legacy but, of monsters. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's just a legacy of them. Didn't say there were yeah, going to well, be a yeah. lot of them. Um, next week we're bringing. Uh, we'll we'll definitely be talking uh, the fugitive, right? You're going to have yeah, that one yeah, yeah. next week. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah I did you it already added it, but yeah, I've seen it last night. It? Yeah. Mm. So we were talking about that last night on uh, the Patreon chat and um, mm. 8K transfer. Is that yes. it? Was it was it it was made from it. Uh, made to an 8k transfer and that's what we're getting on the disc with atmos by the way and uh oh, yeah. just dropped today on kaleidoscape uh 4k atmos um oppenheimer it was 18k right, okay. is what you get what yeah. it was in the special it's specials and they said like when they it that's basically 18k is what you're shooting at and that's what you're able to get and when you see it on the screen you're not kidding it's ridiculous no um, yeah I mean, john I'm... john thompson saying scanned at 8k to a 4k workflow mm. so yeah and and it shows i mean i, I you know yeah. spoiler alert for next week but um it's very very nice audio and video yeah. Um, I'm looking so, forward to it. Yeah, it was I was so happy great. it dropped today. Sometimes we don't get them right away on Kaleidoscape, mm. especially when it dropped. And then it's a, one of the first things I checked this morning. So I mean, I've, seen, really I've seen the movie really many times. Yeah, but I've not seen it for a number of years. And I, it was a it was a blast. Yeah, you'll you'll be yeah. very pleased with that, DJ. If you haven't seen it for a while as well, it's it's great. Um, I watched the HD version a while back just mm. because I, I figured a 4K would be coming soon. It was one of the ones I bought on Kaleidoscape pretty fairly early on so early like i'd forgotten i'm like do i I did have this right and i saw it so but i just wanted to be able to see 
like the HD version. It looked really mm. good then too mm. on Kaleidoscape. Yeah. So it'll be interesting it's to a, see the four. This is a step step beyond. It really does look fantastic. So yeah. I'd be very pleased with this. Yeah. So we'll talk more about it next week. But yeah, I was yeah. really chuffed with it. And 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 bear in mind it's been a bit of a rough week for me. Had it not been yeah. right, but, you know, I would have had a real problem. But actually it was a very pleasant distraction. So it's good. Nice. Yeah, really good. Very good. All right. Uh, that will do it. Uh, get well, John. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. If you're mm. watching on the live, thank you in the live chat. Uh, thank you everybody for participating in the chat. Great, great chat this week. As always, we always have mm. a great chat. So, um, I need you guys there cause I can't keep up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. And, uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, and you don't have anything over there this week, right, Steve? Just no, 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 no. We don't. We don't. Right, buddy? Yeah, we're, we're thankful all year round, not just once a year. DJ's fine. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, <laughs> thankful. Just, we're just thankful. Yeah, no, that happy one Thanksgiving day. to everybody. Everyone, uh, happy Turkey Day. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you're not watching planes, trains, and automobiles, then uh, there's something wrong That's with right. you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Funny enough, I've got the Blu-ray, the 4K disc of that, but I haven't watched it yet. I must do that for next week as well. Um, there you go. So yeah, should be good. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great week. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, all donations. We got another week left. I'll be pushing it again next Tuesday on the live show as well. A week left for the Movember. Uh, every penny coming in goes to that, uh, charity Movember. Links are in the show notes. Uh, basically it is men's health. So, and it's, uh, it's paying off for me. I've got people telling me like some people are like, DJ, what, what the hell are you doing? And then other people are like, DJ, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, hmm, I hate it. I do. I hate it. <laughs> and that's, uh, if you're, if you listen to the audio only, that's the, uh, the mustache I got going. <laughs> um, but yeah, not a big fan. Not a big, I don't like the way it feels. Ugh. So, but it's for a good cause and, uh, everybody's, uh, and I am getting comments, sadly. <laughs> it's pretty funny, which in it gets everybody talking about it. So, much like our sweatshirts, t-shirts, hats, all that fun stuff. So, uh, until next week, uh, what are you going to do? Go push play. What he said. Hey, Fred. This has been a Hey Fred production with theme music by Jeff Bernhardt and Throne Vault Productions.